What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly. The notorious one, new, 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 a.k.a. New Mr. Order. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator Coach Adamas, and you are in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF. That's every woman's fantasy. And the whole effing show, Mr. Undebatable, the unbinder with Fixes Binds LLC. None other than the best entertainment here on YouTube, CGA, the black Moses of this, C-God Allah, the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. All right. Mr. Chocolated Skin is back. And we got a great show for you today because it's Flatback Friday. And we ready for the weekend already. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Nigga? All right. Get your flatbacks ready to go. As a matter of fact, we do have a flatback feature early on in the day's show to piss off the sisters right now because they're going to be like, what's right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to piss you off. We're going to check out some Flatback Supremes already. We'll do it live because it's fall coming up. And yes, flatback season is here. All right. High knee boots. All right. All got the same outfit on from the same store, Forever 21. All right. They're all dressed the same. Get you a flatback. All right. Yeah. Get you a flatback. There's even a flatback sister in there. All that long hair. All right. Hair extensions. All of that. All right. Sloppy yogurt. Saggy, yes, indeed, in there. Oh, oh, these are also the proud mommies of Aiden, Braden, Caden, Jaden, Braxton, Paxson, Jackson, Taylor, Paisley, and Tractor. Definitely all the moms of those names. First name, last name, first names, as I call them. All right, definitely some uh, hunters in there, right? And all of those, you know, that's how it works on the flatback side. You know what I mean? All right, naming them some wussy names, indeed. And shout out to the New York Knicks Christmas party forever. Flatbacks lined up. You know what I mean? Look at them ninjas right there. Yeah, that's Showing plenty of teeth. Showing plenty of teeth on the flatback Friday. Indeed, look at these ninjas. All right, look at these ninjas. They starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, teeth gleaming, teeth all white. They got their flatback Supremes lined up. Indeed, and it's always a good time when you got you a flatback Supreme. Indeed. Anyway, <laughs> we got a great show. And uh, today's show, the main event, well, somewhat the main event. It'll be somewhat in the middle of the show. Woman says she lost her future husband. To the red pill. All right. <laughs> I wonder who he was listening to. Probably Better Bachelor. Shout out to Better Bachelor. If you don't know, man, go subscribe to Better Batch. The Joker. Because he got these boys on lock. You know what I mean? The Better Bachelor can let these boys know what's up. And the way she looks and sounds, sounds like he found a Better Bachelor. All right. Shout out to him. Hey, man. Hey, look. We got that coming up. We got a little doom and gloom CGA. We got a little straggle and sniggle theater. I think it's a long version of the straggle and sniggle theater. We're going to talk about the wall being unkind 
and then we might have some overtime because guess what? It is. It is. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It is the weekend. All right. This is the last stream for the day or for the week for me, other than local stream, Coach Greg Adams.locals.com. And then, of course, we'll have Money Mindset. I'm going to move them around. We might have the local stream tonight and Money Mindset on Saturday because I have some things to attend to this weekend. So we won't have it at the normal scheduled time, but you'll be able to catch the replay. Don't worry. All right, on either one of those. And uh, yeah, man, I'm operating on a new wavelength. So you don't be surprised if things change up here. Format of the show, maybe style of how I deliver the content. Um, there's going to be a lot of changes coming up here in the next few weeks. Anyway, what do we got here? To contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Vimo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new. Oh, yeah, we'll have an NFL preview tomorrow as well. We'll have NFL preview. So, yeah, man, the brother going to be trying to get a job. Yes, we'll have NFL preview tomorrow. Yep, we'll have that. So, we'll have those. But this is the last stream of this format, all right, for the week. Okay. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? We're going to start off with Daniel Mack. He says the RP, the, actually, there had to be some guys before this. I thought there were. Maybe it wasn't. Daniel Mack. Daniel McGee says the red pill and its talking points are simply waking men up. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Yeah. Cut that bitch off. They are. Next call. All right. And so men are getting back to the point. The pendulum always swings. So men are getting back to the point where they're rebelling against women digging their women, digging their heels into the ground. Right. And so men are simply just saying, nah, but what the space does. And as you see, Ebony K Williams walking around here, looking like a $2 Kevin Samuels. All right. She's sounding like one at least. But what it does is, is it allow men to come to this space to realize they're not the only one, right? For a long time, when men had certain thoughts or they were going through certain things, they were told that they were the only one. Because you know some low-frequency guy that they bumped into, and they said, no, nah, you know, I'm having problems with my girl. I'm having problems with my wife. You know you're going to bump into the guy and say, well, you know you ain't hitting it right. You must ain't hitting it right. You know, that guy, you know, those low frequency ninjas that I, you know, they kind of, I have to deal with them sometimes, you know, and, or, or, you know, you know, you know what you need to do for a woman, these ninjas. All right. And so before you hit the RP space, you ran into somebody like that in public. You never ran into a, somebody in the public that said, yo, this shit going around. <laughs> this shit going around and these women out of control. Right. So you always ran into a low frequency ninja that really just threw threw you off. It threw your whole dumb dumb, you know, and so then you go back. Well, if you knew how to use your mouthpiece, ninja, you would have her and learn how to hit hit it right if you was hitting it right. That ninja. Right? <laughs> or you ran into the Christian ninja. You know, the Lord says, I'm like, the Lord also says it is better to dwell on the roof, a tin roof in the hot sun than to be in the house with a goddamn mouthy woman. That's what it says in there. I'm paraphrasing. I'm using CGA's scripture. 
And of course, CGA has a whole section in the new Bible. The section is Adams. The verse is 316. Hello. <laughs> and Adams 316 says, I'm every woman's fantasy. That's what it says. And it says anything I wanted to say on a daily basis. But Adams 316. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway. That's what we doing here. Who is this woman that keeps coming in here tagging stuff? All right. Anyway, what do we got here before we get too far off? We got Albert Wesker says XXs hate the red pill because it wakes men up and it frees them. All right. It frees them. All right. It does. Currency says the first is, I think you says the first in a couple of days rent is due. Oh, the first is in a couple of days, it is. Oh, my goodness, man. Your rent's due, motherfucker. We'll talk about that. The first is in a couple of days. HLT says, been watching since 2019. Would like to say thank you and keep going. He says, I just got a beautiful divorce. No spousal support or child support, or maybe you got child support and 50-50 custody. No splitting assets. I'm an official free agent. Shout out to you. Oh, don't it feel good? Don't it feel good? Thank you. Uh, who was that? Henry Resilient got rid of that woman. All right. Spamming. But congratulations to you for getting your freedom papers. And it looks like you fared out pretty well. No split of assets. You got no spousal support. Maybe a little bit of child support. I'm not sure if you said no or not. And enjoy your freedom. One thing that I advise men. Check this out. I advise men this. If you get a divorce... If you get a divorce, what I tell you to do is don't even consider marriage for the next five years. If you can do that, you dodged the boomer divorce, which is the second and third divorce. The next five years. Now, I know after that, you probably once you go after that, then you will actually get out of your system what you've been experiencing in your marriage. Right. So marriage typically um, gets you in the belief system that women belong to you in a certain way, especially if you've been married for five years, 10 years, 15 years, you'll be accustomed to a woman being living with you, right? Reporting to you, uh, telling you the details of their day, not being sneaky and mousy. You're going to be used to that. When you get out of your divorce, you're going to come into the real world of dating. And then you don't own these women. These women don't want to be living with you. They don't want to tell you details. They're kind of mousy and sneaky. They got several other men that they're talking to, friends, brunches, They're not putting you as the priority. And uh, that's going to be a little sobering. You're going to be used to a woman being in your bed every day, at least coming to your home every day. That's not going to be the case when you get divorced. Yeah, that codependency, your codependency. So when you're codependent and you go back to being single, you don't have any other partner. So what it does is if you're codependent, then you'll go seek another partner like that despite the fact that that partner might have more red flags in a Chinese parade, a, a Chinese communist parade at that. So you'll go back to seeking codependency. All right. If you wait five years, you'll get that out of your system. Learn how to do your own laundry, fold it, develop a routine, wash your dishes, learn how to unload, do everything by yourself because otherwise you'll have these things pile up. And you'll be like, damn, if I only had a partner that can help me with this and help me with half the bills. No, 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 no. Nah. Nah, don't do that because you're going to get another partner that's going to be screw you up. So be free. 
All right, fly like an eagle or be a free bird. All right, Mimic the Second says Feinstein bites the dust. We're going to talk about that very shortly. Derek Eaton says, can I get a what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Shout nigga? out to you. Shout out to you brothers there. All right. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to who is this in here? We got some cash apps. Easy E is in the building. Shout out to Easy. Appreciate you. I appreciate the support. Davey Boy Smith is back in the building. Appreciate you, David. All right. We got the Juco 69. He says, normies are ruining the Juco. I got banned at SA. Maybe we'll talk about that tonight. How to say less and get more over there. But the yes, the normies are coming. Shout out to Hong Kong's TJ. He says, this weekend with a, he says, you're in T, wait, Hong Kong's says, TJ, you're in TJ this weekend with a fist full of 20s. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wrong sound effect. You're in TJ with a fistful of 20s. All right. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or you in Hong Kong's TJ. I can't tell what you're doing over there. But if you're in TJ, Tijuana with a fistful of 20s, it's about to be Gordita season. I mean, young, young mommies. He's going to be Tijuana. That donkey show time. You already know it's donkey show. Oh my goodness. It's going to smell. Yeah. Yeah. Wear a condom. You know what I mean? You might, you might, you know, ninjas be going Roski in America. Do not go Roski over there. All right. Put your Jimmy hat on ninja. You're going to catch some shit over there. It's about to be stanking. It's about to be stanking. All right, shout out to the girls over there. El Burro. Shout out to the Brutos over there. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, shout out to my brother Aaron. Says Shout out to the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix. I love that. The, oh, man, I got another nickname. The Morpheus of the Mating Matrix. I love that. Shout out to Aaron Brutos. As, for, as I, I'm a, I was just saying earlier, Mr. Burrow's in the building. Hold on for a second. I got to copy that. <laughs> All right. The, Mer the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix. I love that one. All right. Let me see. Let me catch up on the other ones. Let me see if there's anybody that chimed in. Yeah, you're going to catch it. You will catch a smooth STI going to uh, Tijuana. All right. Because them girls starts early. Them girls starts early and often. They just be like, what's the age? of? I don't know. I don't think nobody's checking no ID. And have your money, have your bail money ready for when policia shows up. Because you'll come out pissing out razor blades. All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to uh, Michael Ford says, Coach Stradamus strikes again. I'm watching the news and it come up, comes across the screen. The crime crisis in Washington, D.C. Over 200 deletions since January. The mayor, the chief of police, both sisters calling for more police. I was literally listening to one of your shows yesterday in which you talked about crime and gentrification. I'm getting sick of your predictions ruining everything. Shout out to you, man. Sorry. Sorry. All right, that's what happens when you're doom and gloomy. All right, but in the doom and gloom, I do provide solutions. I do tell you, although, although we're up shit's creek, 
<laughs> We're up Shit's Creek. There is a solution in there. Now, you might not like the solution. I'm just going to warn you. Because you'll be like, you're just doom and gloom. And I say, okay, I'm doom and gloom. But I do give you a solution. And you always miss it. People miss the solution. Because the solution does not help everybody. Right? The solution never helps everybody. It just helps you. And so I say, listen. They're going to gentrify the uh, inner cities. Yes, they're going to push the Negro out. Mm -hmm. What you need to do, watch this. The solution is get out of the community. Get out now and get out to a safer place before all the ninjas show up there. Right? Well, I always tell you, carry, uh, learn how to carry your uh, concealed carry. Get a concealed carry permit. Uh, you know, I always tell you uh, another solution that I tell you that people don't like. Don't take on any dead weight. Because of the economy, because the money printer has been going on for the last 15 years, there's really, that was really their solution to fix the problems that we had, but that created more inflation, obviously, right? But ninjas be like, you don't know what you're talking about, but that's what, is, that's what happened. So they made no solution. They just printed more money. That's all they did. And so when you think to look to these people for solutions, all they did was turn on the money printer. They gave you no solution. They just basically kicked the can down the road. Now, for me, I give you the solution. Man, save yourself, ninja. It's sink or swim. <laughs> right? That's, and then ninjas be like, well, you're doom and gloom. Because you want me to say, I have a solution to help the country. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. That's what you want me to say. You want me to say, let's get all the Negroes together and buy chips at the store and dump them all in the same bag, jumble them up, and then we'll eat out of the same bag. We'll all dig out of the same bag. That's what you want me to say. So we can all rise up together. You know, if we could do this for about 10 weeks, if we all can buy all the bags of chips and dump them in the same bag, and then we could dig our little hands in there, our greasy ass hands, and eat out of the chips. This is what you want me to say. Ninja, I ain't, that's not the solution. No, I ain't trying to team up with these ninjas or these bitches. Ninja, I'm looking out for number one, numero uno, primo, the supreme, number one, right? CGA. Look out for yourself. That's the solution. No kumbaya. No, 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 no. No therapy. No, no healing. None of that shit. <laughs> Ninja, don't. It's, it's over. All right, anyway. <laughs> Look out for you. All right, that's, that's, that, that is the solution. But people keep missing it. Man, I don't like that. I want to help my grandmama. I want to help everybody. I want to help the black women. I want to help these people. I want to help the nation at large. No. <laughs> all right, here we go right here. That's not the solution, you jackass. That's why the free agent lifestyle is the solution. Where yeah, run for us, run, says showing support for the show. By the way, my rent is paid. Wish you have a great weekend. Shout out to all the people who paid their Your rent. rent's due, motherfucker. And there was a guy said, took CGA's advice. I paid my rent off until 2024. All right, shout out to you. Let me tell you something. And if you've never heard a blue chip from us, 
Think of this blue chip. All right. Dude, paying your rent a year in advance or six months in advance is a game changer. It's a game changer. You will not realize that big. I mean, that's going to take you. Like wherever you're trying to get your goals, if you do that, you're going to see money stacking your bank account like never before. And then pot, your possibilities at survival, like you have a, your mind frame will completely switch. It'll switch. You'll be like, holy shit. Like you'll reach another level. But I, I, I know you know some of y'all ninjas only used to paying rent five days late, just enough before the eviction process starts. But you pay your taxes, you pay your rent in advance. Oh, my Lord. Game changer. It is a game changer. And same thing with your mortgage. If you have a 30-year mortgage and you double make, make double payments every month and you pay your mortgage off and you don't have a mortgage. Let me tell you, man, people think I don't like housing. I don't like mortgages. But if you can live where you paid your mortgage off and you can live satisfactory in whatever house you paid off, game changer. Game changer. Like every month you work, you don't have to think, 30, 40, 50% of my money is going to go to housing. Game changer. <laughs> Game changer. I'm telling you, man. Now, not many people can experience that. Not many people will ever experience that, especially if you're married or you live with a woman. Ain't likely ain't going to never do that. All right. So, uh, anyway, game changers. That's a blue chip. But let's get back to the negative shit. Dooming loom. Doom and Gloom CGA brought to you about brought to you by the New World Order. New, 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 right. new world order. Because you can know they're probably always gonna have something in here for you, ninjas. Doom and Gloom CGA. We'll do it live. I think I have something to share. Oh, I'm still sharing flatbacks. All right, you see what's on my mind. All right. And it's not a sister. All right, what are we doing here? This is disgraceful. Doom and Gloom CGA, let's get to the business here. Uh, Diane Feinstein. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. We can't say that. However, Diane Feinstein has bit the dust. Of course. I mean, we knew this was coming. By the way, I was a young teenager when Diane, in California, I think it was my first election. Diane Feinstein was running against another woman. I can't remember who the other woman's name was. Not she actually she was not running against another woman, but another woman got elected along with Diane Feinstein. I cannot remember who that woman was though. But Diane Feinstein was the only one to uh make it this far. In fact, served in the uh Senate. Uh Senator Feinstein, she served in the Senate for got to be close to 35 years. In fact, she probably was, I think, the longest running reigning Senate senator up until the point of her death, died in office. So um, definitely a pivotal moment when she got elected. She got elected, I think, in the same election as Bill Clifferson. Sorry, William Jefferson Clinton. All right. And um, yeah, I think she served for three decades for sure, because I'm thinking 1993 
was when she got elected in, riding the wave of William Jefferson Clinton. And um, it wasn't Ferraro. It was another California woman. So, uh, but, but guys, this right here is, listen, I, don't, I hate to be morbid, but a lot of senators will be dying in office in the next five years. Tons of them. Tons. I mean, you won't be able to keep up. They're going to just be dying. That one ninja standing up there, he all up there losing his faculties right there, pissing on himself. You know me with names. I can't think of his name right away. But Diane Feinstein, or Feinstein, as I like to call her, she was sitting up there tallying votes. They was just telling her how to vote. She was a complete puppet by new, that point. New, new, new world order. But everybody knew this was coming. She looked halfway with one foot in the grave in the last couple of months. And she has now turned her life over to dirt napping. All right. So she's going to take a long dirt nap and probably, you know, as being a senator, she might take a trip to hell, too. Uh, but uh, anyway, they're going to be pushing in another senator, Gavin Newsom, future president, as I predicted. All right. Um, he will he will be appointing uh, another senator because that's basically, I guess, how the how the uh, transition of power goes once one rest in dirt. The other one, uh, the, the governor of that state gets to appoint a senator. He's going to appoint a woman and probably a black woman. Mm. Yeah, but Mr. Freeze, Mitch McConnell, is probably going to be up next. But listen. All right, but he's probably going to appoint a woman. And it would not surprise me if he appoints a black woman. And it's going to be another shuffling song and dance. Because Gavin Newsom got eyes on the prize. All right, my mother love her some Gavin Newsom. My mother a lifelong Democrat. All right, I'll be listening to my mom sometime. I'm like, Mom, chill. <laughs> chill with the politics. She be so excited. My mom still think it's 1993. She still think it's the JFK Democrats. I'll be like, Mom, chill with the Democrat shit. <laughs> All right, so anyway. All right, uh, yo, we got a couple of other people that are up. Nancy Pelosi got to be ticking. Clock is ticking on her, too. All right, and I hate to say this and talk more really, but this is the gloom and gloom section. When does Nancy Pelosi do? All right, but we got a lot of these people, man. Chuck Schumer and all of these people about one foot in the grave. Tuck it in. All right, tuck it in at this point. Anyway, let's see who he picks. And if he picks a sister, you heard it here first. All right, we got Waffle House in the news for more doom and gloom. Let's ring the bell on the Waffle House workers. As you know, Americans, normies, monkey see, monkey do. All right. First, it was Dunkin' Donuts staff. Then it was the United Auto Workers, the Hollywood writers. Now the Waffle House employees in Atlanta, Georgia, are speaking out, demanding that they end mandatory meal deductions. I guess they want to eat for free. And they want $25 an hour minimum wage for all Waffle House employees well we certainly jumped the shark now ninja hey man i told you well i was trying to give this lesson last uh yesterday when i was talking about economics when i was talking about you know because i i don't just have an economic approach i also watch people i also understand people and i also know uh, and I could take the temperature of the public. So when things happen, you can have your economics degree all day long, but I can actually check the temperature and see how normies are going to react. But this is typical. These ninjas are just going to what? Hijack the company instead of going out, 
getting a better skill, getting a, putting yourself in a better position, getting a better job. All right. There, this is what happens when you have bad economics, when you have an economic recession or a recession type economic, when you have hyperinflation. All right. These companies ain't going to take the L. All right, so what's going to happen is you're going to try to make the company take the L. It ain't going to happen. All right, in California, they just got the minimum wage for McDonald's workers to $20 an hour. You know what's going to happen. They're just going to fire half the employees. Ninja, you don't even need an employee at McDonald's. They actually have McDonald's where they don't have any employees. They'll figure it out. The company's not going to take an L. In fact, it's been a long time since I've been in the McDonald's, but last time I went, I walked in. And you don't even walk up to the counter anymore. You don't even walk up to the counter. You walk up to a screen. And then you put your own order in in the screen. Then it breaks out a receipt. Then they call your name. You don't even show up to the counter until they call your number. So all they got down there is people dropping fries and shit and packing the bags. All right. So, guys, the companies are not going to take an L here. They're going to pass that. They're going to cut staff. If you raise their wages, cut staff. Then I'll bring in automation. Because we're living automation. Then they'll have people working in the back. They're faceless. You'll rarely ever see them or interact with them. They'll have two or three faces. These are the people who hand you your bag. It's not rocket science. Mm. <laughs> All they're going to do is, if you want the raises, you want the wages raised, they're going to just cut the staff and figure out how to automate. Pretty simple. You don't need an economics degree to figure that shit out. And here's what these jackasses are doing at the Waffle House. All right. Uh, they're distant. $25 an hour to work at Waffle House. Send it. <laughs> right here, we got to send that shit. Oh, yeah. And they'll raise the prices of the food. They'll pass the cost on to the consumer. All right, so uh, people will continue to deny that, but you don't have to. Listen, I know you're in your feelings, but that's what's going to ha happen. How do you get $25 an hour at Waffle House? I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Demand 24-hour security. That's it. And workers the right to decide safety regulations at their own workplace. Say that. Yes. Say that. Next, we demand $25 an hour. That's it. All workers. For all workers, all cooks, and all servers. That's it. And we demand an end to paycheck deductions for meals that employees may not even eat. Yeah, man, and they all voted for this. I keep saying this. This is what you voted for. You got this economy, and now you're in a quagmire. You asked for this because you didn't like mean tweets. But it is what it is. Uh, this is your new reality, and yesterday's prices aren't today's prices. And do me a favor. Take the moment to hit the like button. We got 17,000 people in here, and the like button always doesn't get pressed. But if that means in the first 30 minutes we already got almost 2,000 people in here, there probably would be three and 4,000 if you simply hit the like button. This channel grows based on the participation uh, algorithm. You hitting the like button. And I would really appreciate it if you enjoy this show. If you do not, and you're just a hate watcher or you don't have anything else better to do, you can just hit the dislike button. It counts as half a like. Okay. I'd rather you do that than to not like at all. But getting to 1,000 likes is always my mission as early as possible. When I do that, when we do that together, we definitely do see a immediate growth in the amount of people that come to this show. Not only that, there's no notifications for this show, all right? You know, half of my notifications go out. 
People know I'm going to be here, but, you know, sometimes you forget. And just a like and a popping up of the suggestion box, just that can actually change the dynamics and direction of this channel. All right. It's already demonetized. I'm already back in the back of the bus. I'm already in the gulag on YouTube. So I really, really, really appreciate that like. All right. Now, these socialists got to go. I got a question. I got a question. All of these people who think just money is just can just grows on trees and should be passed on to the employee. I'm wondering what country, what country do you see that effectively working? And it's mind boggling because they're like, this works and other countries do this. Okay. What country on the planet earth would you want to mimic? I've always had that question to people like, you know, people are really upset about free market as they call it capitalism. I know people are upset by that because you're a lazy bum. All right. You're a lazy bum or you just feel bad for your granny. All right. I don't know what it is. Well, what country would you want to mimic? What, what economic system or what type of, what country would you want to mimic? Like pick one. Or you want to create your own. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. But what you're doing is mimicking the worst countries on America. I mean, in the world. You're trying to mimic the less productive third world nations. All right. And then when I ask this country, when I ask this question, it's odd because any country that you mention barely has a population of 10 million people. Like... <laughs> They'd be like, we want to mimic this one. Okay, what's the population of that country? 10 million. Okay, you realize New York City's population is 10 million. And then what do the rest of the people do? Okay, you can't be mimicking these small ass countries. They'd be like Sweden. <laughs> All right, bring some Swedish bitches if we're going to do it. All right, you can't mimic a small country. You can't mimic a small country. That's not going to be, give me a country the size of, I mean, we have 360 million people. We can't mimic a 10 million. We can't mimic a country of 10 million. Like Los Angeles has got as many people as Sweden. <laughs> right? So anyway, Jesus, it's kind of weird though. But anyway, listen, we might as well mimic Antarctica at this point. Let's get some more doom and gloom in here. Doom and gloom for Bill Cosby. Ring the bell. <laughs> and yes, Sweden has 70% taxes, ninja, and not a lot of free market there. All right, not a lot of innovation other than Saab. All right, but anyway, Bill Cosby facing another lawsuit from a woman accusing him of drugging and graping her in 1972. All right. This is crazy. All right. Anybody, look, somebody just says Sweden in there. Well, listen, you have to stop yelling at me. You can't mimic a small country. Now, I'm going to hide your ass because you're yelling at me in the comment section. All right, listen. And it's always black people with this shit. Ninja, you would never even move to Sweden. Ninja's a, a black man. You are, okay, if, if Sweden's so good, move to Sweden. Let me, let me go back. Ninjas, if, if Sweden's so good, why aren't you in Sweden? <laughs> and Sweden receives aid from America. All right, come on. Ninjas has never taken their ass to Sweden. I can't stand ninjas. 
We could be like Sweden. Okay, move to Sweden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I don't want to move to Sweden. Ain't no black booties there. Then just move there then. What is going on? Name a city in Sweden other than Stockholm. I bet you you can't. I can't stand people, man. I cannot stand these dumbass, bumass ninjas, socialist ninjas. Black people, black men are the dumbass, dumbest socialist people in the world. All right? Talking about mimicking Sweden. We have 350 million more people than Sweden. Take your ass somewhere else. Move to Sweden. All right, anyway, Jesus. All right, Jesus. These are, this is crazy. All right, back to Bill Cosby. Anyway. <laughs> All right, here we go. Speaking of black booty, pause. What are we going here? Bill Cosby facing another lawsuit from a woman. This is 50 years ago, by the way. All right. How are you going to be? Man, this is just unfair. This is unfair. This is completely unfair. This is completely unfair. Like, what are we doing here? I, sh- I think this should be illeg- illegal. I think this should be illegal. All right. We should not be able to. I mean, there has to be some sort of statute of limitations here. This is basically a coordinated effort to ruin him. And here's, here's what I'm thinking right now. This is what I'm thinking. If we're continuing to see these allegations come out, and no doubt this is a coordinated attack, meaning that as soon as they lob one allegation, they wait like enough time for him to fight it, put some resources to it, and get his legal team on it, and then they'll put another one out. Like this isn't random. These are coordinated efforts and attacks mostly by feminists and people trying to take advantage of Mr. Cosby at this point, okay, because it's getting absurd. Now, here's the thing. What I would say is, what I would say is, um, if I'm seeing this, I would almost question any of the f- previous allegations, right? You almost have to question the previous ones <laughs> because this is just ridiculous. It's absurd at this point. Let me read what they're talking about here. It says Bill Cosby has been hit with yet another lawsuit accusing him of sexual assault or S.A. And it says here, this time by a woman who claimed the comedian drugged her during an encounter that occurred more than 50 years ago. It says, according to TMZ, the suit was filed by Donna Motzinger. Donna Motzinger. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Who claimed to have met him in 1972. That's before I was born. And it says right here, while employed as a waitress at the Trident restaurant in California, obviously you won't be able to get any video surveillance or DNA. The restaurant probably doesn't exist. The alleged victim says, after becoming acquainted with Cosby, she accepted an invitation to attend his comedy show at the Circle Star Theater, according to her recollection. Right, wait. According to her recollection. This is her recollection, meaning this is my word. She was picked up in a limo and given a glass of wine, which she says made her sick by the time she arrived at, the, at his dressing room. She claimed that Cosby then handed her what she thought was aspirin, but fell unconscious soon after, leading her to believe she was drugged. Motzinger says she woke up the next morning at her home with her underwear on, she is suing Cosby for emotional distress. I mean, that's it? You woke up with your underwear on. 
Okay, she's suing Cosby for emotional distress. The comedian's attorney, uh, Andrew Wyatt, has released a statement seemingly denying the allegation, deeming them as baseless. No comment at this present time because this is utterly ridiculous and pointless. That said, Wyatt. And um, it says earlier this summer, Cosby was sued by nine women accusing him of S.A. Then in various incidences that... um. That occurred over the span of 13 years. The lawsuit, which was filed in Nevada federal court in June 2023, claims Cosby, quote, used his enormous power, fame, and prestige to assault them. The woman alleged that Cosby drugged them during encounters that took place between 1979 and 1992 in homes, dressing rooms, and hotels across Nevada. Now, here's the thing on on this. What they aren't saying is, number one, some of these women were working girls. Number one, they're not mentioning that. And I don't think Cosby wants to mention that either. A lot of these girls are probably, uh, you know, schemers, dotting and plotting, working girls, stuff like that. Floozies, skeezers. This is what they were. Women trying to rub elbows. Women looking for an opportunity to monkey branch. Hypergamy's a bitch. Hypergamy, yo. Women are hardwired by hypergamy. And so when they see a guy, they jump to it and try to take advantage. In fact, if he marries them, then it worked. If they just get pumped and dumped, then it didn't work for them. And then they want people to pay afterwards. And some of these could have been legitimate. Now, it's hard to even consider them legitimate when you see the absurdity of how they're coming out. It's absolutely absurd. I'm not defending Bill Cosby. I'm just saying at this point, it's a circus. At this point, there's no evidence. At this point, it's not even fair to keep bringing out these allegations at this point and, and even to believe them. And then it calls into question the previous ones because even those were flimsy and even several of those were uh, said that they, that they lied. So it's absolutely a farce at this point. And a lot of these women are simply broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Yeah. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. And yeah, uh, when skeezers get old, they turn to doing this stuff. All right. They'd be like, all right, let's see. Who's accessed my vagina in the past? Maybe I'll get some money from them. And all of the stories sound the same. Now, some of these things Bill Cosby has said that he did. For instance, he talked about using Spanish fly. So there's that. There's that. So this is what happens when you do stuff like this. And then later on, you will allow these individuals to have this part, a particular um, point of view. Anyway, that was doom and gloom CGA. All right. Be careful who you mate with because you'll become bigger and these broads will come out of the woodworks. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let me get to some contributions to today's show. Did I get run for us one? I run. I did. All right. For some reason, I'm talking funny today. I'm not drunk. <laughs> All right. So where we at here? Okay. Mm-hmm. We got four PayPal's. Let's do that. Let's do it and do it live. Can you guys hear me? All right, sometimes I don't unmute myself. All right, shout out to free agent for life, Andre. 
416, the Juco was Liddy last night. I had a 22-year-old flatback Supreme Kaylee. I met her up. I met up with a few times off Tinder prior who told me she was in a bind. Oh my goodness. Yes, the bind. I'm in a bind we in bind season, y'all. All right. So she was a she was a tender. She was a tenderoni. And then she said, you know, I'm in a bind. And you said, I can fix this that bind. drunk off the ling 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 did not disappoint right she's always good she's a good girl you said 22 you say right up my alley them young girls don't want you cga i'll be like okay (laughs) i don't think nobody older than 31 has been in my bed in las vegas like i think possibly possibly 31 is like the oldest broad all right, but anyway, all right. I will not tell you the youngest because you ninjas will get really upset. But it was a legal age. It was legal. <laughs> all right, anyway. But ninjas will get really crazy. Shout out to Miles says, Coach, you're right about city girls. I recently moved to the city, and these women are hyper hypergamous. The competition is stiff. If you're and if you're not doing well financially, you're not getting any attractive women. He says, all bottom dwellers, all bottom dwellers. Indeed, that's kind of where we're going, man. I know. And some dudes will be like, and where, where's that Mac Ninja? Did he make a video on me? Yep. What will happen is, God, then the Mac Ninjas that mess with mud sharks and straggles will come up. Well, you doing it wrong. Well, I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a bum ninja, so. <laughs> I'm not trying to mess with straggles like that. If you pay a hundred dollars date, then you can get access to her however many times you want. I'm like, I don't want straggle daggles though. All right. What are we at? Shout out to, um, Kaylin says, coach, I know you always say that men shouldn't consider marriage until five years after a divorce, but why even consider it again? Women aren't as special as they claim. They're fairly similar. Plus, we all know those marriages are bound to fail as well. We as men need to get out of the hope strategy. Well, you got to realize I got to leave options open for men. Because as far as people can tell, let me just, let me just, let me just say this. And I've discovered this as a content creator, right? Especially a person that does multiple streams a day for long lengths of time. It's very difficult to do content and say this. Hey, guys, just don't date. Hey, guys, never get married. Hey, guys, like, I know that sounds interesting. And it's good for a group of people. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to run out of content real quick. Not only that, you're going to limit your audience. And a lot of your audience is going to be angry as a motherfucker. (laughs) Because at that point, you're only you're giving guys no wriggle room. Now, here's the thing. If I give somebody some options and say, hey, look over this ledge. And I show you how high you are and I say you can jump or you can stay up here with your feet planted on the 56th floor. I at least gave you the option to look over and consider jumping. Now, when you look over there, you're going to realize I'm probably not going to do that. 
But just saying, never jump. It's <laughs> not going to give you a lot of content to work with, right? You're going to actually be limited like a mother sucker. You're going to have to come up with a creative way to keep that content rolling. So I had to figure out, I don't know if you guys remember, because a lot of people, they're like, he was a hardcore MGTOW back in the day. But that was when I was doing like 10-minute videos. Then what will happen is I started doing live streams and then uh, live streams every day. I went from two live streams to five. Then I went from five live streams to two a day. Uh, You're going to have to open up a lot of more possibilities if you want to have content. Because just jumping on every live stream saying no cohabitation, no long-term relationships, and no marriage, it gets old really quickly. And it limits your content real fast. Now, once I start opening up possibilities, then my audience started to open up. Because most men who watch me aren't hardcore red pillars. Most men who watch me aren't hardcore MGTOW. Most people who watch me aren't angry, uh, what do they call them, red pill ragers. There are some. But then what happens is my audience starts to open up and I have married people, women, not a lot. Married people, women, men who still date, max, cold approachers, players. My audience is diverse. So like I just showed you, a guy been watching me since 2019, but he was married the entire time. If I just kept saying, hey, no cohabitation, why, why would he watch, <laughs> right? So I started to broaden the subject matter. So if I tell you, hey, don't consider marriage for five years until after your divorce, that at least gets him to believe I can make it five years. But if I tell him never get married again, he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle. Because he's going to be like, why? What if? What if I meet? Okay. You might meet the best woman in your life in the next two years post-divorce. Don't marry him. Don't marry her. Pause. Don't marry her. So that means now he has a, he has a window to work it within. Then he can get to the five-year mark and then consider if he would get married again. Most likely, he will not because he won't need it anymore. But in the first five years, he needs the marriage. He needs the code. He's codependent. So that's why I have to say it like that. Similarly, in my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, which people haven't read, but they think I'm anti-marriage. They think I'm not traditional. In the book, at least five times, this is what I say about marriage. I said, don't get married until you build in all of these things. Free agent lifestyle, until you've traveled, until you've touched on the one, until you've done these things. Then I say, at the point where you feel secure, take a look at marriage. It actually says that five times in the free agent lifestyle. Then it says, once you get to this position in life, you're going to evaluate marriage and the possibility of marriage. You're going to evaluate it much differently than you did when you had nothing. But people don't read the book. People don't understand that. People just think it says no marriage. It does at one point, but then it broadens up in the book and says, then what happens is you'll, with, without getting married first, it'll, you'll, you'll work on yourself, you'll experience life, and then when marriage comes up you'll look at it and then you'll probably not do it because there's no need for it anymore there was a need when you were broke and lonely there were a need there was a need when your testosterone was high there was a need when you were trying to 
you know, find a partner to split the bills with. There was a need, but then once your testosterone decreases, you got money in your bank, you know what you could lose in a divorce, you're probably not going to do it. You, it. But you might still do it. But people got to read and understand what my message is. They really don't know what it is, right? And so when I say to a guy, wait five years to, uh, after your divorce, you have to give them that window to get out of codependency. Then they'll look at marriage. They won't need it as bad as they did within the first five years. So remember, guys, there's a method to the madness. You cannot just simply say, don't get married again, especially to a man that has been married. It won't make sense to them. It'll just sound like hate. It'll just sound like, oh, you just hate women and you're bitter. No, I'm going to tell you why you won't do it. Then after that five years, evaluate. He'll probably figure out he doesn't need another woman again in that, in that way. And then he can go to the JUCO. Or then he can date around. Then he can get his finances in order. He can recover financially from the divorce. Right? He can actually adjust his life to the child support and the alimony. There's reasons. And, um, and um, the guys that don't have experience, they simply say, don't just get married again. That's why you, that's why you as a content creator don't have no content. Because just saying that simply is not enough. You have to make people understand the why. I'm one of the few content creators that, that can tell you the why. Not just telling you, yeah, see, you'll learn how to cook again. You'll learn how to, you'll, you'll learn how to date yourself. You'll elevate yourself. Okay? So, guys, you guys got to be able to, for me, I have to find ways to extend content. Then I have to find ways to tell people why so they can get it. Then I have to find ways to tell people this why it entertain them. But if you're a content creator and you simply just jump on here, all right, everybody, hey, listen, don't get married. Don't live with a woman. And, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then that's the end of the show. See you later. <laughs> this is why people can only make 5, 10, 15-minute videos. Really, in my opinion, most of these content creators don't have any experience at life at all. Not to share with you. And I'm not just saying that. They don't have much to tell you. That's why they can't do a stream. They can't do what I do. They're really limited. There's something that's limiting them that's, that, that can't get you over. And so you being limited and they being limited, they can't tell you shit. And so you just run around here saying, don't get married. Because that's all they can tell you. They don't have the experience. They don't have the wins and losses. They don't have marriage and divorce. They never lived with a woman. They ain't and so they got nothing else to tell you. And you ain't got no life either. So all you're just going to say is don't get married. And then end the show. <laughs> right? Trust me. I've been on all sides of this. I did the player. I did the, uh, I did the hookup. I did the uh, junior college. I did the marriage. I did the divorce. I did all of that. Cohabitated. I did all of that shit. So you need the experience. Most people don't have it. I had kids. And now I can tell you whew, from every particular angle, the what, why, and the how. Right? That's why I do what I do. That's why I'm one of the best at doing what I do. But guys, simply just saying don't get married is not enough for men. Do I tell these men to not fornicate with fat women and y'all still boning fat women like you're doing something? There's only so much that I can do. You still fornicating with fat women trying to brag to me 
And I'm telling you, for a man that has been there, done that, and then seen and touched on nice young tenders, you're messing with your self-esteem, fornicating with fat women, thinking you're doing something. But hey, Ninja, keep doing what you do. I can't stop you. (laughs) You see what I mean? I tell you, it's not because they're fat. It's because your self-esteem is on the line. Every time you do it, you keep lowering your self-esteem. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's not because she's fat. It's not because she's ugly. It's because it really does lower your self-esteem. It does. Just letting you know. And that's what it does. And yes, the woman you're messing with is fat. She's not thick. <laughs> Listen, I'm here to help you. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right. That's why I'm the best of this. This is why I'm the, I'm the king of kings. All right, let's get in here. Oh, I was doing super chats. I was. I'll do some cash apps. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Howard. He says, ran into my ex. That bitch had my lights on her car. Wait a minute. She had... All lights on her car. That bitch had all lights on her car. I'm not sure what that means, but shout out to you. Shout out to Bobby B. He says, milk dud head and chocolatey skin. Salute to you. They know they like it. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. And he says, coach, you're my. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? He says, TGIF. Shout out to you. And, um. Let me do it this one because I, this was actually a part of the show, and I'll come backwards to the Super Chat. I didn't skip you. But he's, uh, G. Willie says, you are right about Sweden. I'm in Europe, and you cannot make money by working hard in these socialist holes. In comparison, you can work in mines in Aus- Australia, work hard, and make a lot. It's lazy here. Yeah, people that never been, been to Europe always want to tell me about Europe. All right? Especially ninjas. I know you ain't been over there. But, guys, socialism is extremely restrictive. And, yes, they have a form of socialism. It's not the form that we want over here because we want just the welfare version of socialism. Over there, they have a, a, a form of socialism that allows them to do the taxes are crazy. It's not just the taxes to the government. It's the, like the, the, the gas tax. It's, the very, it's a very frivolous tax that are surrounded by corruption. Right. And so I've seen it. I've actually talked to people that live there. I've been there. And not only that, mom and pop businesses are basically null and void. There's no way you can become Jay-Z living in Sweden. You cannot become Jay-Z, meaning that you cannot live in the projects and become a billionaire in Sweden. Like it's not or in a socialist country like that. It's impossible. There's no incentive for you to become that. Like, you can't be like, I'm going to open up a store and sell. To- You're not going to make it. <laughs> they, they run the moms and pops off. Or you cannot, there's no way you can save excess money and then start a store. Like, that's not a possibility for the majority of the citizens. There's no hustle. Uh, everybody's limited, which de-incentivizes innovation. The thing about free market, a.k.a. the pejorative capitalism, is it creates innovation. It causes people to think of how to make a good product cheaper and mass produce it. Thus, it takes a person that has nothing and he has an idea. He becomes something. 
but they the tax system in a socialist country like a Sweden, like a Italy, it doesn't forge innovation. It just makes people cogs. It just makes people go through the day, same day, same day. That's the problem with it. But most people are lemmings and dumbasses anyway. They want a Waffle House to, to, to make them rich. And it ain't never going to happen. So this is when those people start saying, we should be like Sweden. But I never heard no rich person say, <laughs> I never heard no person that was hustle, innovative, uh, looking to go from 50K to 100K. I never heard them say, let's be like Sweden. It's always broke ninjas. It's always ninjas that want to help other broke people that say, be like Europe or Sweden. This shit is crazy. And I've been over there seeing it. It's, you can see it with your own damn eyes. <laughs> but anyway. Somebody says, do you believe that inspiration only comes from money? No. Dude, people do not understand. Let me, let me see this. And I'm, I, I don't want to yell at you. I always have to remember that, that as a teacher, there's no dumb questions. But what is money by? What is money by? Why do people make money? Because people think this is about money. Why do, what, do people, what do people get when they pursue money? Because people just, when you don't have money, this is what you only think. Oh, you just want money. But no, there's a price for what? What does money buy? He said, yell at him. Money buys freedom. Money buys freedom. That's why people go crazy after money. And it also buys Juco. Peace of mind. Opportunities. Compound interest. This is time. It could get you, it could buy you time, meaning that you could work hard for 10 years and take the next 20 off if you want. And money buys peacefully. Yes. See, these are the things that people don't understand. So it's not necessarily about free market capitalism money. I think what people are pursuing is more freedom to be able to say, I don't have to trade time for money. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. It's also power, right? Because look, let's just be honest. This is a blue chip. I, I like to do this. If you don't mind, I have an opinion about this. It's not going to be what you're going to learn in your econ class in 12th grade. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. After a certain dollar amount that you make in this country, you can buy anything you want. You can buy things that you didn't think were possible that you wanted. You can buy any watch that you want. You can buy any car that you want. You can buy the house that you want. You can buy the hose that you want. Now, let me tell you, all of those things that I just mentioned will cost you under a million bucks, one million. That's your first $1 million. You'll be able to buy the broad that you want. You'll be able to touch on her. She'll be, let you do what you want. You'll be able to drive the whip that you want. You'll be able to buy the house that you want with no next door neighbors. You can buy three, four watches. Ninja, that's a million bucks. Now watch this. Once you once you've bought that, there ain't much more you can buy. There ain't much more you can buy. So then you'll look up and go, what else is there? Then you start going into the freedom. Then you start going into the power. 
Then you start going into, okay, I can get a power position in life by going a million, a million, five million, 10 million, 15. Now I'm in the power. Now I'm talking about power. Now I'm talking about true freedom. Now I'm talking about fuck you money. Okay. Now I'm talking about bigger house, estate. Now I'm talking about $5 million house, estate. I'm talking about a, uh, a, a, an estate in Wyoming where ain't nobody, I ain't got no neighbors. I am the neighbors. <laughs> you see what I mean? Now it goes to the next level. See, the thing is, the thing is, not because that's a billion. Now you're talking about a billion. See, the first million is going to buy you anything you've ever wanted. Yes, you can put your down payment on your house, $100,000. That's going to be your down payment on a million-dollar house. Then you're going to see what it costs to maintain a million-dollar house. Then you're going to get your car. You're going to buy your $100,000, $200,000 car. You're going to buy your four fancy watches. You're going to buy all the shoes you want. See, these things sound like a lot when you don't have that money. But then when you start having that money, those things don't mean that much because they're very relatively cheap. You can buy 80 pairs of shoes, and it don't mean shit. It won't even touch your budget, and it wouldn't touch anything. It wouldn't mean anything. You could go buy 10 pairs of shoes, and it won't even affect anything. You, it won't, you won't even bat an eye. But when you don't have it, 10 pair of shoes seems like, wow, that would be great. But 10 pair of shoes, do the numbers, do the math. How, how much is that? $10,000? That, that's not a lot of money. I mean, not even that. It's not even that. A thousand bucks? <laughs> right? You see what I mean? It, this is the difference. So what people, when people talk about free market, what they're talking about is opportunity, freedom, being able to innovate. Okay, not having next door neighbors where their window is about two feet away from your window. That's what you start thinking about. All right, so uh, I, I, I want people to understand that. And you have these goals. You want to have these things. Guys, that's the first million. What do you do after that? <laughs> what do you do after the first million? You better have something in mind other than money and things and women. Because trust me, with a million dollars, you'll be able to get all the money, things, and women that you want. And then after that, you're going to be empty as a motherfucker. You better have a plan as to what you're going to do after your first million. <laughs> That's what it is. Anyway. Mm. $1 million to get you whatever you want in this world, but it ain't going to get you true freedom. Then people start thinking after they got that, all right, what, now what? Where are we at? All right. Straggle wants to niggle theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle wants to niggle theater. And somebody said, when I get my first million, I'm going um, to buy shoes at Ross. And that's facts. Because once you get, once you buy all the shoes you want, you don't, the shoes don't mean shit no more. Right? And then you'll wear some Ross shoes. Because you don't give a damn. But when you broke, wearing raw shoes means it, it describes you. But once you already have shoes, you'll wear raw shoes after a first million. And that's facts. All right? Because you, it's not, it, it don't mean that much to you no more. You'll be like, just give me some shoes. All right? Uh, anyway, 
Where are we at? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got something great of it over here. And by the way, what you just heard was an opinion, but it's facts. All right. But anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, what we got? Oh, we got a road Karen. All right. So th- this is a suburban road Karen. And uh, let's see what she's talking about. She's uh, irate. And uh, watch her headphone volume here. Get off the trail. There are so many families on this trail. You are not supposed to be on here with motors. Get off the trail. You're a motor. Get off the trail. Hey, no. No, get no, off the trail. This is a bicycle. Get off the trail. Have you heard of the term Karen? <laughs> <laughs> All right, for those who want to move to the suburbs, this is what you have to deal with. Now, who's in the wrong here? Apparently, this is a bike path, a green belt. Typical suburban shit. Uh, families are here. The 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 woman's be- she's in mama bear mode. She's irate. I think she's seen a couple of teenager suburban teens. All right, with their e bikes on the bike trail. She's obviously upset about this, and she's in mama bear mode. So she's screaming. <laughs> the husband is there too. We're gonna look at this too, and this is indicative of what I talk about the suburban husband. Now his wife is over forty and fat. And he's, he's saying, F my life. But who's in the wrong here? Should, should she be yelling like this? Obviously, there's a young child in the front. That child could definitely be hit by these e-bikes. Teenagers tend to be not thinking about stuff like that. Only parents. So she's irate. Who's in the wrong here? The e-bike or the Karen? Let's play it again. Get off the trail. Now. Get off the trail. There are so many families on this trail. All right. And so there's a Karen, man. They be, <laughs> yeah. She looks like the typical suburban 40-plus, 45-year-old mom. All right, she's got the kid up there, kids embarrassed. Oh, my God, Mom, Jesus. The husband's behind her, all right, like, F my life. You are not supposed to. There's the husband. God damn. I don't know if that's the husband, but this is just like, oh, my God. I hear this every night after three glasses of wine. Oh, the humanity. All right. Um, she's really, you know, and they really do be nosy, man. And, but you know, they're also protective in the suburbs because they don't want any issues. And if you step out of line, unlike in the city, the city, they'll let people take a shit on the street and don't even stop them. Nobody's going to be like, Oh my God, stop doing that. There's always liberal to tell you, Oh, that's all. He only can shit right there. All right. There's always a person to make an excuse for another person. So in the suburbs, they don't let that happen. In Cherry Hill, New Jersey, they're not letting that happen. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, so who's in the wrong? E-bike one uh, person or really crazy-ass camera? Get out here with motors. Get off the trail. A motor. Get off the trail. Hey, no. no, get no, off the trail. This is a bicycle. Get off the trail. Yeah, boy, she's a... Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think she overreacted, Um, but that's typical. That's typical of your HOA president right there. That's what your HOA president looks like. You heard of the term Karen? All right, and so they're calling her a Karen, which is considered a racist word right now. You know, calling white women Karen is like calling a black girl Shamika. And so, or Saskalisha or Sasquicha. All right, and uh, yeah, there it is right there. So they covered the kids' faces, (laughs) I think. But her husband, she has a husband that deals with that, sadly enough. Let's get to the next video. It is, I'm trying to get it, it's loading up. Oh, girls, getting a new girl's number in 2023 be like. 
All right, people have seen a couple of these memes, but I'll just play this one. He's got a new girl's number. He's run game on her. He's cold approached her. And then when he finally calls her, this is what the phone call sounds like. What's up? What you doing? Nothing. I'm really just thinking about how I'm about to pay my rent. I really need to get my hair and lashes done, but I don't know if I should do that or like if I should pay my rent. Yeah, man. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, if you caught that. Uh, this is kind of indicative of what the young people are going through today. Uh, these girls are in a bind. I'm in a bind, man. All girls under 30 are in a bind. I don't care if they aren't in a bind or not. They're in a bind. I keep telling you guys, women are not free. If you think women are free, I don't know what to tell you. Some of the procedures that they do, it costs these women a lot of money to look how you want them to look, which is weird that you don't want to contribute to that. But these nails, these Manny and Petties, is one fifty to two hundred and twenty five bucks, right? These women, black women, gotta install their wig quite often, and of course, men want to make fun of black women's hair all the time, and then you want to make fun of them for installing wigs and extensions. So they're in a catch twenty two, and I understand that because I have a young black daughter. It's difficult, right? Because there's a self esteem issue; they don't fit in. Their hair tends to be kinky, right? And so they want to get around this issue, and they're super hypersensitive about it. In fact, all women are hypersensitive about their hair. All right? But if you want their hair to look good, Ninja, that's a cost. That's a cost. All right? Then they got to get their toes done. Then they got to get their titties up, lift it. Then they got to get their skincare on. They got to get their esthetician on the thing. Some of y'all want lashes. Some of y'all don't. Some of y'all want makeup. Some of y'all don't. And a lot of guys sitting up here with this argument, they don't have to do all that. But, yes, they do. Even a natural woman has to do something. Or else they're going to look like you. Especially if you get a natural black woman. Ninja, she's going to look like your cousin, Nuck Nuck. A natural black woman going to look like your cousin, Ninja. All right? She's going to look like... Let me, show, let me show you something. Let me show you something. <laughs> yeah, I like natural woman with no makeup. Yeah, okay. Let me show you what she's going to look like. I know y'all going to be, let me see here. Let's, let me see what she going to look like. I'm going to show you what, I'm going to show you what a black natural woman going to look like with no makeup. I know. Right here. This is what she going to look like, fam. So, is there anything that y'all want from this ninja? This is what she going to look like. She going to look like your cousin that you grew up with. You still going to mack her down? That's what you going to do? I mean, look at it. Yo, no makeup, no lipstick, Ninja. <laughs> she ain't got her hair all kinked out. No mustache. <laughs> all right, let me stop. She ain't got it. She going to be on her, her uh, India Irie. She going to be on her India Irie. All right, yo, is that what y'all want? Or is that what y'all want? I'm just letting you know. Same thing as white women. Do white women, when they don't, when they're natural, they look like um, crystal methany. They be looking like crystal meth, straight up Millie Mouth Muskrat. And then you're going to have something to say about that. She a four. <laughs> let me see what her, let me see here. Let me show you what white women look like in the natural. 
All right, this is what they look like right here. This is what they look like right here. Now, ninjas will be like, I like that. All right, not if you got a million dollars, you won't. <laughs> not if you make, you're not going to work to make $200,000 a year so you can bring this home, ninja. I'm going to just let you know this right now. And don't let the weather be cold outside. Her whole nose going to look like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Her lips going to turn white. She's going to look sick. She's going to look like she's close to death. <laughs> right? So anyway, she's going to look like Chucky. So let's just get this straight. The women aren't free. What, you, what they present to you is not a free version of them. Now, eventually, you kind of work her down to the free version of her. That's number one. But what men now have to understand is, in order to be able to qualify, eh, eh, sorry, in order to be able to get a girl's number, all these women are in a bind. They're considering paying their rent or getting their feet done. That's, that's the truth. A young woman under 30 is making that decision. Even if she makes $80,000 a year, she's like in a bind, all right? This is why I'd never listen to this conversation about women earning more than men. Even when they earn more, they still have way more cost. They have their, their cost is too much. And then not, that's not even including the debt, all right? That's not including their past debts. I know women that make a bag and they're in debt still. Once men cross over, if he's single, once he crosses over to a certain income, it's very rarely he's in debt. He's probably saving for retirement. That's just what's happening there. Women that make a lot of money, they're in debt and they ain't saving a lot of money. So make it, the saying a person makes a certain money, a dollar amount means nothing to me when it comes to men versus women. In this conversation, this is what young men are dealing with. So when men say cold approach women, well, if you ain't that dude, you're getting responses like this. And this is very common. What's up? What you doing? I'm really just thinking about how I'm about to pay my rent. I really need to get my hair and lashes done, but I don't know if I should do that or like if I should pay my rent. Yeah, man. And dude, these aren't just the straggles. I know a lot of people listen. I got a lot of experience out here. These aren't just the strags. These are people See, with these, these are people with like decent jobs, a little bit of in binds. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Women today, the walls are closing in on them. They're feeling the squeeze. I don't care what who she is. They're feeling the squeeze. I don't care if she lives with her parents. All women are feeling this economic crunch. So if you think you're going to be involved with them at this point and they're not going to have this stress going on in the background, whether they offer you to help or not, they all have this crunch <laughs> right, going on because this is the economy. They still, in this crunch, need what a woman needs. They still have their wants, desires, their wishes, or Whatever they think they they still have them. All right, so be ready for this. Some 40 and up too. 40 and up. And then the sad part is a lot of women approaching 50, mid-40s and 50s have this, and they think they're about to do something. All right, but when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, as Kevin Samuel said, winter is here. Yep, the barbarian is here. The barbarian is here. All right, so anyway, let's get in here. Uh, 
next video, this is what's happening. This is what happens when women get in this crunch. Even the girls have to hear this conversation right here. All right, play the video. See, you keep standing up in here talking about uh, your rent need to get paid and your car note get, need to get paid. Now, the only thing standing between that happening is that motherfucking bed in there. So if you know like I know, and you want to help your motherfucking self, you go in and get in that goddamn bed. And I promise you, you're going to leave here with cash motherfucking money. Money. You you might get, be getting ready to go through something, but when, when you leave here, money going to be one thing that ain't going to be no problem. You might have a so ass and a so mouth, but you ain't going to have no, you have no money problem. That's going to be gone. That's going to be all be over. You understand me? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is why the Normies are invading the JUCO. The normies are invading the JUCO, so they're coming over here, but mentally they're not ready for this world here. They're not ready. They're like, damn, am I really going to do this? But listen, they're in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. They're in a bind. Now, if you're helping them and you're not doing anything with them, you're a fool in this marketplace, Ninja. Take advantage. <laughs> take advantage. Because listen, hey, quid pro quo. Y'all was talking all that strong and independent-ish. Well, that's gone. All right? That's gone. So listen, man, uh, they don't call us the oldest profession or nothing. They don't say um, ain't nothing on, on but the rent for nothing. They don't say money, love, my love costs a thing for nothing. <laughs> and so sometimes you got to coach them up. Sometimes you got to coach them up. <laughs> oh, no. You keep standing up in here talking about uh, your rent need to get paid and your car note get paid. Now, the only thing standing between that happening is that motherfucking bed in there. So if you know like I know, and you want to help your motherfucking self, you go in and get in that goddamn bed. And I promise you, you're going to leave here with cash motherfucking money. Money. You you might get, be getting ready to go through something, but when, when you leave here, money going to be one thing that ain't going to be no problem. You might have a so ass and a so mouth, but you ain't going to have no, you have no money problem. That's going to be gone. That's going to be all be over. You understand me? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. She's like, all right. Oh, she's like, okay, daddy. Yeah. This is the world we're in, man. And oh, by the way, CGA predicted that we're going to be in this world. All right. I wasn't the only one, but I was one of the first ones going up in there. And it just was challenging me. Guys, they're putting out these memes telling you what's up. All right. This is not a joke. They know what's up. A lot of people are having to make uh, adjustments in this world. Speaking of, Rick Fox is ready to risk it all on Brittany Renner. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> this is the world, man. Send it. So Brittany Renner, uh, after she appeared on the Shannon Sharp podcast, shout out to Shannon Sharp. Hey, Skip. Hey, Skip. I'm a Hall of Famer. All right. Brittany Renner got dragged out of the damn dirt again. And her value went back up. Whether you like it or not, her, her value, her sexual marketplace value went back up. Well, as a result, she got more attention and she's going to monetize from it because now more people are wanting to know if they can get a chance at Britney Renner. Rick Fox, old ass Rick Fox, hey, them young girls don't want you. Rick Fox goes on and starts starving. He hits Twitter and asks if he can be body count number 36. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, Brittany Renner revealed that her body count was 35. Rick Fox trends after revealing he wants to be the 36th person 
added to Brittany Renner's body count. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, All right, and look at how they got him looking. Oh, this is terrible. Damn, Rick. Hey, man, listen, he got enough money to make that happen. And Shaquille O'Neal definitely was probably in that 30, 35 body count because we know the Shaq daddy was out with Brittany Renner. He was just friends, though. Let me see if I can pull that up. The Shaq daddy then pounded up. I don't know if you can follow the Shaq daddy. All right, but uh, Shaq Daddy definitely was on his Britney Renner right there. Look at Shaq. So Rick Fox, the whole damn Los Angeles Lakers, the 2000s Lakers, is about to run through Britney Renner. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rick Fox ain't got no shame in this game, and this is what you have to understand as a young man. A young man. This is what you have to understand about older men. There's no shame in our game. Okay. Now, young men don't understand this because Rick Fox is out here. Niggas always got to show they Hey, um, men, when do you start? You know, older men, I want you to speak up. If you're older than 30, 35, when was it that you lost shame in your game? <laughs> right? Because they just be like, I got game. When, what year was it that you finally said, you know what? It is what it is, Ninja. You like ain't no shame in my game when you stop what they call giving a fuck. Because a lot of people ain't got, you You haven't got there yet, right? You haven't got there yet. You still have your ego and pride, right? Women speak up too, because women hit this point too, uh, like 50 or something like that, where they ain't got no shame in their game. They just doing whatever you want. Some men get it in their 20s. Somebody said, after I got divorced, yep, 40 and divorced. Uh, young men, take a look. They're telling you right now. At some point, what you think is valuable, and you're like, well, what about this? And don't you feel bad about? Most men reach a point in their life, they ain't got no shame in their game. They're like, ninja. <laughs> like, none of that shit matter to me. Ninja, that's tricking. Rick Fox, don't worry about tricking. There's no shame in his game. You get divorced, then you run like, okay. All right, somebody says, I ain't do it yet, but when I get across the water, it's over. Yep, and then it becomes over. Dude, you're a different man. You're almost unstoppable when there's no shame in your game. Now, people aren't going to, uh, you know, you're not going to be treated very kindly in this world. People are going to be like, wow. You know what I mean? You walk outside, you don't care about no drip. Ninja's be like, you ain't got no drip. You like, Ninja, I'm running errands. <laughs> you throw a cap on, you throw an old T-shirt and some old shorts, and your, your whole knees be ashy. You run outside, throw on some old kicks, run errands, you hit three spots. People looking at you like, damn, Ninja. You like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> mm. I'm running errands. Whole elbows ashy. You ain't even brush your teeth. You got, <laughs> you just walk outside. You don't give a damn. They're just like, ninja, at least present your, what? You ain't even shave nothing. You just walk right on outside. Throw the, give me my cap. Grab your keys. And the thing is, I'll be doing that in a, I'll be doing that in a Porsche. I'm driving a Porsche looking like I don't give a damn. Ball cap on, I don't care. Like, what you going to say to me? Nah, man, I ain't saying to go all that way. But listen, sometimes, like, you're not worried about all that. You're not worried about all that. 
Like you stop caring about what everybody else is thinking. All right, because when it's time to show out, you show out. Same dude that does that. When it's time to show out and he at the cigar lounge and he's suited and booted, ain't no stopping that dude. All right, so you know it's a time or a place. They <laughs> just come out with the socks and the flip-flops. Yep. But there's a time, you know, a, a lot of dudes don't understand. Because Rick Fox, actually, let me show you. Rick, Rick Fox tweeted this. Let me see if I can pull up the Rick Fox tweet. tweet. He actually tweeted this on his public Twitter. All right. It says right here. Let's see here. So Rick Fox definitely don't give a damn. Brittany Renner. Let's see. I can pull it up. So he, he's not hiding it. He's like, I'm going to shoot my shot. <laughs> here it is right here. This is, this is not a joke. He tweeted this. Hey, at Shannon Sharp, so many questions. When she says black, where do you think she draws the line? And he shows the color because he's a light-skinned dude. I'm just asking for all the, he says, for all the one-drop brothers and sisters out here that who are there who are aspiring to be number 36. Okay. Right there. He shot a shot. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Crazy wild. And so these are the, these are the guys that keep Brittany Renner. This is her next come up, right? She had the young NBA players. She's out of that market. I think Brittany Renner is now in the market for men 45 and up. She's going to clean up. Like Shannon Sharp, he wanted to hit it if he didn't hit it. Shannon Sharp is like 50, right? And Shaquille O'Neal is above 50. Rick Fox above 50. That's going to be her bread and butter right now and you if you think i'm lying just keep watching uh britney renner figured out she can't get the young active athletes she's about to get the old retired athletes and she about to come up and it's weird because it's weird for yeah post-wall strategy yep i i think it's weird because i don't think she's that like uh, like if you're a rick fox why would you bang on Britney Renner? There's, there's, there's many Britney Renners that you probably had and that you can get. Uh, you know, maybe it's some trophy shit. You know, I don't know. But she's going to market herself to 45 and up. 45 to 60. That's her, that's her phase in life. She's no longer going to get the active players. She's working on the retired players and Hall of Famers. All right. I think that's it for Straggle and Sniggle. I think body count matters. Oh, no, we got a couple more. All right, I, yes, this is a long straggling single. I better hurry up. Uh, this is a straggling single. It says, me taking my son to Disney World in front of my baby mama's kids. Let's go ahead and play it. Okay, classic ghetto scene, right? Well, you know, because uh, what's wrong with multiple baby uh, daddies? Well, this this tends to happen because typically black women do have, you know, when they become a parent, they don't stop at one man. They stop at many. But uh, when you have this scenario, obviously kids are jelly. Like, what's wrong with this? I certainly don't think he's obligated to take the other children to Disney World. He only is responsible for his child. 
And some black women are mad at this. They're like, hey, you know what? This is messed up. Well, what is the other kid supposed to do? Uh, be, be left out of opportunities because the other woman decided to have multiple uh, children by multiple men? No, he only needs to care about his child. So people are going to say it's going to create insecurities for the other child. Who cares? Who cares? Creating insecurity for the older children. So that means I don't give my child the best of life. But this is what happens when you ghettofy your mating strategy. Because it'll work like this. This happens in divorce as well. So divorce, remarried. So if I got, and this almost happened to me, right? I was uh, married, had children. Then if I remarried, the woman I remarried to, she was way better economic position. So her concern was that the kids we have are going to have a better life than my kids, my first kids. So she's like, oh, no, my kids are going to have this. They're going to go to private school. They're going to do they're going to do all these things. They're going to dress like this. They're going to do. So my, the second wife has a different taste. Now, if I said, you know, that's not fair to my first kids. Why am I putting that on her? Why would I put the expectations of raising the second set of children different than the first? I can't put that on her. That's my problem to deal with to get to the first kids. So if the first set of kids, baby mama doesn't get with the program and they see the second set of kids taking off in life and the first kids because the first baby mama's limiting access and they can't join in, that's not the, that's not the second woman's fault. Similarly, Let's take it back to the men. I'm trying to get the women to understand. Let's take it back to the men. If I have a baby with this woman and then we break up and she has a child with another man, but my responsibility is only to the first child, I don't have to consider the feelings of the, of the, of the woman or the second set of children or the, fa- the child father, the father of the second set. I don't have to. I don't have to consider them. So I don't, I'm not going to limit my kids' opportunities because this woman has children by other men. So she going to have to be mad, and the other children going to have to be mad. It is what it is. Yeah, same as the McDonald's story. He should have brought food for all. Nope. Nope. So you're trying to match and give kids opportunities, but they're, not, they're in separate households, separate circumstances. It's tough titty. But the reason why this is messed up is because people are trying to make these relationships make sense, and they don't. Having children by multiple men, this is what comes of it. But this, again, is socializing, communizing your relationships. All right, well, if you're going to give some to your kids, all my kids should get. Nope. (laughs) That's stupid. And uh, this is what you get here. And also... This also happens if there's no other kids either. If this is a custody exchange, the person crying is the mother because people then say, well, why didn't you let, why didn't you uh, take the mother as well? Right? Because the mother doesn't get to go to Disney and enjoy it with the kid. Well, that's what happens when you're not married anymore. That's what happens when you just a baby daddy. Why does the father have to bring the mother on these trips? And why is the mother big mad? Because she using her child support to buy nails and hair and bundles of hair instead of taking her child to Disney World. And then the father comes and takes his child to Disney World and she taking him back to child support. Mm. 
This is what this is why the community and Mar- not even just the community. This is why American people are so damn stupid. They use these situations and they're normally trying to make the man pay the bill. Right. So what what they're saying is the man should have spent his money on other people, but he gets nothing in return. Right. He takes the baby mama who's already divorced him and or paying child support to her. And then he got to pay for her flight hotel. He got to pay for her separate hotel room. Why then she sets up to get banged by another guy off Tinder. He got to pay for her Disneyland. Why, why does he have to pay? He's getting nothing from her. He probably only caught hell from her. Why does he have to pay for the other kids just so he can entertain his kid? See, the solution always is the man got to just pay up. Pay so everybody else feels better. Better. I don't think so. This is crazy. So, or don't do it at all. Don't bring us any McDonald's. So she gets a free trip after she didn't gave me hell. Hell no. Guys, a lot of you guys are going to be conditioned to do stupid shit like this. This is why I tell you. This is why I tell you to be cold just like the other side of the pillow. Cold just like a Russian Natasha. All right? You got to do what you got to do out here for you and your own personal benefit. Because if you don't, they'll have you out here as a whole tool and utility. Just so they can feel better about themselves. And you get nothing in return. They're doing this so that everybody else feels good, not you. Take care of you and your own. That's it. Nobody else serving you. They don't get nothing. All right. Anyway. All right. What do we got here? A guy that doesn't care about a woman's body count guy. Still got some more stuff here. Let's go ahead and play his video as soon as I get it refreshed. Here we go. Does body count matter? Body count matter to you? Not hell no. Real? My body count matter to me, man. So, like, if, like, a girl that you messing with is your tight, slim, petite, like you said, you know what I'm saying? She got, like, 100 bodies? She got 100. It, don't, it wouldn't matter. And, like, she told you I got 100. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. Why? Because, like, it only it only matters, like, you feel me, when I'm around. You get what I'm saying? If you get, you're not around, if I'm not around, you out here just finger running that shit up. And, yeah, but that shit the past, man. We were we worry about now. You get what, uh. what I'm saying? So, I'm now. So, even after that, she had more bodies? Fuck it. You feel me? I got like over 100 bodies too, so it's like, I can't really be a big hypocrite on that. Feel me? (laughs) Tight shit, real mature with it. Wait, did he say real mature with it? Oh my God. Yeah, a lot of people needed a translation. Real mature with it? This is really, this is mature? Unbelievable. And of course, not many comments, but of course, we have a woman. I like him. Which means she's a hoe. Or a, sl- a skeezer, at least. Okay. All right, so Pookie don't really care. Here's the reality of it. He already got a high body count himself, meaning that the woman he's smashing ain't going to be there for very long. So he doesn't really care about her body count. This is just a woman he's going to bang and then catch him release, pump and dump. So he don't care about a high body count. But then Pookies tend to do this. Pookies tend to make themselves and other women believe that they can get a relationship out of this. And Pookie will keep your ass around for six or six months or six years. String your ass along. But there's no possibility of no relationship. Nothing's going to pan out relationship-wise with this guy. But when he says this, he's going to say, I don't care about body count. It's about us. It's about us right now. And so women will be like, that's exactly what I want. That's a mature man. Guys, do not be this guy. Not if you're looking for quality. 
Now, somebody, people say, I don't know what he said. We'll have to play that again as well. Because, yeah, he was mumbling. He was mumbling like a mumble whapper. All right, but let me see if I can translate it to you. Does body count matter to you? Not hell, no. For real? Body count don't matter to me, no. So, like, All right, so, no, nah, hell, you can tell this is pookie. All right, body count, no, nah, hell, no. Nah. Body don't, body don't matter to me. All right. If like a girl that you messing with is your tight slim petite, like you said, you know what I'm saying? Like a hundred bodies. You got a hundred. It wouldn't matter. All right. One hundred body count doesn't matter to this guy. All right. And like she told you, I got a hundred. It wouldn't matter. Why? Cause like it only it only matters like you feel me. It only matters like you feel me. All right. Again, he's putting together his thoughts. It only matters like you feel me. He's thinking. That's called a, what is that called when you use words like that? Filler words. These are called filler words. Um, if you go to Toastmasters, they will make you wear aware of filler words. This is why I'm the king of kings. I don't use many, many filler words. I do use all right as a filler word. But filler words are like, nah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Word is born. And so that makes them more intelligent because at least it looks like they're saying something. But filler words are nothing. You could have just put a period right there. All right, but let's continue. When I'm around, you get what I'm saying? You get, you're not around. If I'm not around, you out here just... Yeah, if I, I, see, he hasn't said much. If I'm around, you know what I'm saying? You know, if I'm around, you know what I mean? You feel me? He hasn't said much, but he said a whole bunch. Let's continue. You're running that shit up? Yeah, but that shit will pass, man. We worry we about now. Yeah, that shit will pass, bruh. Bruh, another filler word. Uh, this guy could use some Toastmasters. All right. Uh, we guys got to get people in here to learn how to speak without using these filler words, being dependent on them. All right. What else did he have to say? You know what I'm saying? Now, another one. And you know what I'm saying? See, there's a lot. Bruh, you know what I'm saying? Feel me. You know what I mean? You ain't saying shit. So I'm now. So even after that, she added more bodies. Fuck it. I was like, I'm now, even after that, if she adds more bad bodies, you feel me? Essentially, he's saying... Essentially, he's saying, I'm now. If after me, she has more body counts, it doesn't matter because I ain't going to be around anyway. For me, I got like over 100 bodies too, so it's like, I can't really be a big hypocrite on that. Okay, so he has a high body count, he says, so I can't be a hypocrite. Feel me? <laughs> Feel me again. Tight shit, real mature with it. Dude, he really didn't say much. I think that, and, and of course, women will fall for that because they're goofy. And so there's the woman right there. I like him. They are addicted to pookies. Whether we like it or not, women love pookies. He didn't say much other than it doesn't matter when she's with me, whether she adds the bodies before me or after me. That's essentially what she said. And they ran with it. All right. Just crazy. All right. And of course, this is Gen Z in a nutshell. Hold your hats. All right, how many more D's we got, man? Listen, it's Friday. I'm trying to get through these straggle and sniggle theaters. Goodness. I think I got two more. All right, we're going to back to the suburbs. Back to the suburbs. Marital, uh, uh, what did you call this? Sexless marriage. Here we go. Babe, I'm not in the mood. Take care of it yourself. Babe, 
Somebody's breaking in. Babe, go check it out. I'm not in the mood. Take care of it yourself. All right, this is the old married uh, idea of the man provides his provision and uh, he gets no benefit, no reward, and she doesn't have to do her duties, right? And a lot of women believe this, especially normies. And uh, I, this is why I would not encourage men to get married, right? So because women think like this, this is a bait and switch. This happens in almost every marital household. Some marriages recover, most don't. Most don't, especially as the time continues to go on. So um, she's condescending. She's using his sexual need and urges against him, penalizing him by not performing. Um, and uh, listen, she's going to say, I don't have to. Okay, good. Now, the joke is, I don't have to do shit either. All right, so I don't have to get the baseball bat. I don't have to protect you. I don't have to pay your portions of the bill. Give me your 50%. Now, women did start saying, oh, no, it doesn't mean that and doesn't work. He still has to do. Basically, you got to do what you're supposed to do. But then when the burden puts on them, hey, do what you're supposed to do. Well, you can't tell me what to do. This is essentially what happens in marriages. This is what it boils down to. And this is where your marriage starts to fall apart. Sadly enough, not a lot of people anticipate this coming, especially Matt Walsh. But this day will arrive. And, um. Let me go ahead and replay the clip just in case you didn't catch the um, the meaning of this, but I'll replay it here. Oh, by the way, your wife will come to bed like this, all right? There are some memes and running jokes where a man can tell by what she's wearing if he's going to be able to get access to his wife. If your wife comes to bed and um, she's got her... her um, She's got her Visalign in. She's got face cream on. She smells like a bag of onions. She has her uh, little uh, sleep shield on. What do they call this? Anyway, whatever she, she, there's no chance. There's no chance. You see period panties hanging over the shower. Anybody been there? Where you walk in the bathroom and they got, she got panties hanging all over the damn uh, bathroom. And not the Victoria's secretion panties. She got her period panties hanging over. She coming to bed in sweats and long pajamas. All right. You know ain't shit about the crack. Ain't nothing. Yep. She got her eye mask. Yep. Mm. Ain't shit cracking. You ain't seen her take a shower all weekend. <laughs> uh, this is basically, you know, you ain't getting no punani. None. And you like, damn. Babe. I'm not in the mood. And so then it tends to be the condescending. Now, here's what I'm going to tell ladies. Ladies, are you here? Ladies, this, <laughs> ladies, are you here? I'm going to tell you how you can solve this problem. I'm here to provide solutions. But women don't do this because they're passive aggressive. Yeah, they want you to shoot your shot. They know you. And by the way, I play videos where the women say, I know this is coming. I know he's going to ask. Well, ladies, this is what you can do. That morning, when you wake up and you spotting, you get a show of, a show of blood, you ain't in the mood, you knew you weren't in the mood, 
And if you needed alcohol to get in the mood or something for him to do that day, some chore play, if you needed that for him to get in the mood, well, you wrong already. You, that's, you're absolutely wrong because you're not supposed to do that. That's not, that's not part of what wifely duties are. But if you knew he wasn't getting some, best thing you could have did that morning, hey, listen, I got to get off the schneid. You know what I mean? Like, listen, there is nothing going down tonight, so don't worry about it. Because a man doesn't know. He thinks, oh, I just got to be a good boy all day, and I'll get a treat. If you woke up that morning and say, you know what? I ain't feeling it today. Don't think nothing's going to happen tonight. Let that ninja heel go golfing. He'll be like, oh, really? Okay, good. All right, this ninja just spent all day in his garage tinkering, tinkering with his, his, his car engine. The ninja changes oil. He'll go play with his action figures. The ninja will be on his Madden all day. I ain't getting nothing today? Okay, cool. <laughs> all right, he playing a whole season of Madden. He ain't taking the kids to the park. He ain't walking the dog in the rain. He ain't unloading the dishwasher. He like, okay, cool. All right. Yep, he going to the bar after work. He not going to rush home. He be like, all right, bitch, stay there with your tampon in. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> he going to start being productive. The ninja going to take a road trip. He going to drive two hours up, turn around, drive two hours back. He going to be in the Corvette, hang with the bros, go play tennis, go play golf, go pick up, go play pickup basketball at the uh, 24-hour fitness. <laughs> he played Call of Duty all day. So, but see, women know this. So disingenuously, just disingenuously, they know that's what you're going to do. So then they'll think you have a chance. And then at the last second, they'll pull the string. Oh, nah. And they'll look at you like this, like you the problem. What's wrong with you? Look, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not in the mood. Look at him. He got to beg his wife. Let's continue. Take care of it yourself. Damn, take care of it yourself. Now, this also goes with what I've been telling you. Uh, if you get married, gentlemen, please, please understand, you're still going to jerk off. Mm. I'm, I hate to tell men this. Married men know this. This is not a joke. If you thought getting married was the end of you jerking off, Ninja, you have another thing company, coming. And I want married men to press a one in the chat if I'm right on this one. Ninja, you're going to jerk off more being married than you are when you were single. And it's going to be some sad jerks. It's going to be some sad jerks because you're going to have a whole punani at the house. <laughs> you're going to have a whole piece of peace leave in the house. See, when you were single, there was no punani around. Nobody to bust through the door. Nobody to catch you jerking. It was just you. You could take your time, set it up. You could have your whole thing. <laughs> but when you marry, you still going to be beating that meat. Pause. In the garage, in the basement, in the bathroom, in the shower. When your wife goes to the grocery store. <laughs> And you, you're going to be doing rush jobs, rush jobs. You're going to be trying to rush, rush it. And it's going to be sad because you like, I can smell it in here, but I guess I'm just still by myself. You're doing it all in the dark. 
You trying to use your spank bank. You can't even set up no VCR, no TV, no phone, nothing. You can't set the mood. You can't do nothing. You got to just be like, all right, let me get in the shower. <laughs> but, yep, in the attic, in the garage, in the in the minivan, you trying to figure out somewhere. You I got to get it in. Straight jacket. And people don't understand this. You have no clue. This is why I tell you, why I tell you, if you're lonely, do not get in a relationship. It's not going to cure your loneliness. What you are, are you're horny. And you think getting in the relationship is going to give you access. Man, <laughs> I'm here to tell you, married men, this is why I've been telling you also, married men are some of the biggest tricks in this marketplace. It is not the incels that are playing video games, watching porn. That's a Matt Walsh talking point. That's a, cons- that's a conservative talking point. Well, if these guys would get off Madden and stop watching OnlyFans girls and prawn, they'll be productive. No, that be married guys. You can't just have married guys sitting over here. Married guys make up 50% of men. So you're telling me 50% of men are just making up the OnlyFans consumers? False. Everybody knows strippers make the biggest bag off married men. Working girls, girls on Figueroa make the biggest bag off married men. Sugar babies make the biggest bag off married men. So that means also poor prawn, OnlyFans, married men. You cannot tell me different. <laughs> you cannot tell me different. I've seen too much. There's a neat, there's a reason why they're gonna pay. They have to to keep it separated from their wives. Single dudes don't really have to do that type of payment. We don't have to segment that from our lives like that. A single guy can get a whole go on Google or Twitter and get as much prime as he wants. He don't have to pay no OnlyFans girl. He got plenty of time to pull up his laptop, get on Twitter, get all the free porn, fulfill himself, go on prime. He'll be done with it. A married guy don't have that time, so he got to use money. (laughs) Listen, we not telling you guys lies here. I tell you the truth, and if you don't like the truth, don't come to this show. People think that I'm stretching this truth. I'm not lying. I'm telling you the God honest truth. Now, when it comes to men, these married men have to make a choice. Normally, they cannot make this choice because then when she's in need, he has to step up. (laughs) When married men, when the married woman, when the wife has a need, she can't, he can't tell her to take care of it yourself. This is why this is a funny meme. So she says, take care of it yourself. There he is. And so there's the married guy. He got to roll over there and tug it out. Somebody said, I tell him the truth and I'm telling too much. Somebody says, 22-year marriage ending, CGA is 100%. Guys, there's no, there's no line. So look at, this is the result of a being a married guy for about 50% of married men. 50% of married men go through this on a regular basis. The statistics tell us this. The statistics tell us this, all right? 
where the guy has to satisfy himself within the marriage. But now here's the thing that guys can't do. This is why the meme is so funny. Somebody's breaking in. Babe, go check it out. I'm not in the mood. Take care of it yourself. Now, this is every married man's dream. He wish he can say something like this. He wish he can. Now, single man, you can say something like this. If she don't like it, she can go to her own house and go back to bed. But once you give up the leverage, guys, men, married men, wish they could say something like this. <laughs> but you can't. You can't because you're going to get divorced. Great. The kingdom come. All right. This is what happens, though. You're going to have to deal with it, and you're going to be mad. She ain't even giving me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I got one more here, and this is this woman right here. She says, oh, man, God, what do I tell you, man? She's going to tell you another truth, another Coach Stradamus-ism. Another Coach Radomus-ism, and this is it. Listen. Don't be wrong. I know my worth, but sometimes I'm having a sale. You know what I mean? Like, flash sale this week and this week only, 50% off my standards. Don't get me wrong. I know my worth, but sometimes I'm having a sale. You know what I mean? Like, flash sale this week and this week only, 50% off my standards. Oh, man. Wow. Guys, I told you the price is dropping, isn't it? These people, these they're delusional. They got high standards, but yes, they're going to lower them standards for somebody. They can't stay single alone. So these women are like, well, I'm in my decentering men. I'm in my soft girl era. I'm going celibate. I don't need no man. I got high standards. I refuse to settle. Mm-mm. 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 Somebody getting a half-off deal. Somebody getting a freebie. Somebody, they cannot stop being not single. They cannot stop just having sex. Now, they'll go through a celibate phase, and, and I'll be a buy a bit phase too. I go through my buy a bit phase. But then, you know, at some point, they'll find it. The peace lead price dropping. They know they're worthless. So now, yeah, I got high standards. Somebody's getting a discount. <laughs> they getting a discount. And check this out. Why is a person like that looks like this? have high standards think about this why does a person that looks like this have high standards like come on man let's get realistic about this all right don't get me wrong i know my worth but sometimes i'm having a sale you know what i mean like flash sale this week and this week only 50 percent off my standard um women think this shit is cute though they do they think they think this is real ladies are you watching the show they think this is real funny. They be like, I'm going to make a funny TikTok. And then sometimes this is not even their real voice. It's like a playover voice. It's like a voiceover. And they're like, oh, my. And they spend all day editing the video so their voice matches the tempo of the voiceover. Just truly pathetic, right? They be like, this is going to be so funny. And, of course, the women in here are also confirming Okay, it's when you're ovulating, y'all. That's sales week. All things, all these things I told you. I told you about ovulation period. This is when women are more horny and frisky. 
This is nature's way to tell you it is time to have a child. Let's create baby. It's not that hard, all right? When they're not ovulating, they tend to be moody, bloated, or something like that, off the market, okay? When they're ovulating, they tend to be flirtatious and shit like that and at nightclubs and bars, all right? And it says, ha-ha, I just died. Know the feeling. Guys, it's always going to confirm that the best man win. I'm telling you. Mm. Hey, they full of shit out here. They full of shit out here. If they're making you work hard for it, they full of shit. Only 50%? What about the charity days? I had a 10-year-long flash sale. Dude. Mm. Hey, this whole idea that they're out here with high standards is actually bullshit. This is actually bullshit. I want a man that's six feet tall. Guys, I've heard women say that, and I be banging the hell out of them. I'm like, <laughs> there's only so many six feet tall ninjas. My five, my five something ass ninja, and I'm still banging her. But she got a six foot tall and above standard. Okay. I'm still getting them skins. It must be half off. It must be sawed off season right now. Because you're getting sawed off six feet right now. Right? Here we go. They ain't got no standards out here, ninja. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? That all right, that was a long straggle on Sniggle. Let me get to uh the contributions in. We won't mess around. We might require a little bit of overtime out here. Yeah, we the prize. Yeah. I want an Idris Elba. Okay. All right, shout out to River Bacon says, uh, another five for the Kaylee Fund. I appreciate you. Shout out to a co-sponsor today. He says, what does the co-sponsor say? He says, Coach, we love what you do. He says, where has Mr. Yob gone? I don't know who that is. All right. Did I miss something? Shout out to Snap Tech Fix says, took a vacay to EU last summer. Takeaways. Number one, hustle is dead. Number two, Juco is going for peanuts. <laughs> All right, yes. These ninjas. I got money. All right, these ninjas. All right, we should, we should mimic Sweden. Ain't ever been to Sweden. Jesus. All right. Anyway, let's get to these super chats because there's a lot of them. Hey, we got. we got journey to an unknown place. I've been red pill since 08 in coaches content is legit i'm a hope strategist or he says i'm a hope strategy legacy ninja and coach's words have led me to a girl who's mine all mine all right all right he got a girl who's his all his shout out the digital ghost says capitalism grants true freedom most people are just too lazy to grasp it and it also creates a hierarchy uh let's just be honest most people are lazy it is what it is. Free agent lifestyle for life. Andre 416. There are a lot of hope strategists ninjas even here. I ran game on a girl from Tinder and got her for free a couple of times, but in the end, all men pay. Yep. And so if you get her for free for a period of time, it's not going to last long. A woman realizes real quick that uh, she has to leverage her sex, right? And so, yeah, you can catch her half off. If you're that guy, if she's feeling down bad, women feel down bad too. Women do down bad shit too. And the reality is you might just be that dude. But at some point, a woman's intuition, this is why they have hypergamy as their main frame. That's their, that's their uh, what do they call it? That, not the switchboard. 
But hypergamy is their uh, circuit board. Their circuit board. A woman going to give you uh, so much free sex until then she's got to start charging you somehow. How does she charge you? She might not charge you monetarily. She might not say, okay, this is going to cost you. What she will say, hey, why don't we do something this weekend? That's a charge. Why do I come over here every time and we just watch movies and Netflix and chill? Yeah, the motherboard, the motherboard mean, that's what I meant. <clears throat> or operating system. She might say, I'm, uh, why don't we do something this time? Because the last five times, we just watch movies at your house. Why don't next time we just go out, we go to the festival, the fair, the farmer's market. That's a charge. All right. Um, she might say, where's this going? I normally don't hook up for this long. I normally get a commitment out of it. That's a charge. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's meet at this restaurant before we go to your place. That's a charge. All right. That's her charging. <laughs> now, some dudes cut it off at that point. Nope. Thank you. And that's it. Why don't we delete our tenders? That's a charge. Why don't we, uh, I'm looking to get married. That's a charge. Oops, I'm pregnant. That's a charge. Or she'll just straight up charge you. I'm just saying. All right, guys, stop being the outlier, please. Good Lord. Uh, no government. Uh, this is JP, Jay Parker. Ninjas will agree to move, not move to Sweden. He says ninjas will agree to not move to Sweden, but can't give you that sloppy yogurt. Wait a minute. I messed it up. Jabari says ninjas will agree to not move to Sweden, but can't give up that sloppy yogurt puh, due to dependency facts. There's a guy in the comment. Not true. I'm Swedish. I'm totally rich. Okay. Count the rich people in Sweden. I, I guys, whatever I say every now and then I will ask for anecdotal to prove a point when I know it's going to be a mass group of people that will validate it. However, if I say something and I don't ask for anecdotal or an outlier, do not come in here with your outlier shit. <laughs> Goodness. And most of the time it's just a troll, but it does look like he is, does have a Swedish last name. And yes, there are wealthy people in Sweden. For instance, I never said there weren't wealthy people in Sweden. But look around, Ninja. There's not that many. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't understand why people do that. Just, they make themselves be good. Feel good. Well, I'm rich. Ninja, there's like 10 of you. In the entire damn country. There's 10 million people in Sweden. Jesus. I call all the Andersons and the... This, these people, man, are crazy. It's just crazy. Stop with the outlier conversation. You're saying it's not true for you. But I've been to Sweden. I had a Swedish room. I had two Swedish roommates. <laughs> and I visited one in Sweden. I had two Swedish roommates. Two female Swedes. It's, it's somewhat goofy. And so people then say, you don't know what you're talking about because, okay, I do have experience with this. <laughs> All right, stop. Oh, it's somewhat, it's just a little frustrating, but again, it's triggering as well. We're talking about the average, not the outliers. So your anecdotal evidence does not support debunking what I'm talking about anyway. 
as ABO says, I'm getting triggered, so I'll continue. <laughs> and my both of my Swedish teammates were over six feet teammates. Both of my Swedish roommates were over six feet tall. These were some big Nordic Viking blood having Swedes. All right, shout out to Aloe says my uncle was about to get married. And he has two of his cousins in the wedding that smashed his wife already. She gave him a kid. And so I guess he feels obligated to marry her. We have to stop doing that. We have to stop doing that. Those days are over, gentlemen. Um, Getting a woman pregnant does not result in a shotgun wedding. All right. JB was good. CGA happy flatback Friday. Shout out to the coach gang. All right. Hawkeye cry says, how can how come if a male says he wants to get married, then your audience roasts him or says you're an idiot for marrying in 2023 and doing JUCO? Isn't that being biased? Well, our audience tends to be not supportive of marriage. So that if you do come over here and say get married, you're probably gonna get bite back. Similarly, if I went to Matt Walsh's audience and did the same thing that I do over here in his audience and say, don't get married, more than likely the bias is going to swing against me. So never be concerned with that. You got to know your audience. This is the audience. I'm sorry. Okay. They're probably going to think you're going to be an idiot if, in fact, you say I'm going to get married. All right. Anyway, this is how YouTube and social media works. We tend to gather together and listen and have a common, at least a common belief system. All right, Blue Baggins, Waffle House workers asking for 25 an hour is like 304s on hinge saying they want to provide her mail while also yelling in capitalism. Cognitive, cognitive dissonance at its finest. And this is where women struggle because they're talking about they want to make money and have their own money and make it just enough money as men but also saying they don't want to date down and then be anti-capitalistic. I don't understand how you think the, the, the wages go up, but the responsibility does not. And that we should feed the poor, but don't take it out your paycheck. Okay, where do you think the government gets money? Right? This is where most people don't understand, especially when you start making just a little bit of money. The government, the government tends to take more of it, or at least want to take more of it. And then they tend to pass it out to people that have less. This is what the taxation does. And they steal a bunch of it before they do that. The government creates nothing. They create zero. What they do is they tax the citizen. That's how they do it. Now, our government at this point is Roman Empire, highly corrupt. When it comes to this process. So what they'll do is they'll give you peanuts and crumbs enough to satisfy you. Then they'll start funding other shit. Like the the Ukraine billions over there. The John Kennedy Center. The uh, (laughs) right. They'll start funding so-called philanthropists, which are nothing but the politicians kickback fund and lobbyist groups over there. So they'll give millions over here. And they did this when they operated the money printers in 2021. They gave y'all $1,200, but they gave millions to here, millions to here, millions to here, millions over there to some feminist group in India. 
which somebody skimmed off the top of that. So that's where it is. But of course, these people want to make the money and not let the government get a piece of it. But then they want to help the children and the homeless at the same time. Ninja, mm. pick a struggle. <laughs> pick a struggle. Somebody says, I'm wrong. The government creates problems. Exactly. That's about the only thing they create. They create nothing that is tangible that they can sell. Maybe weapons. But that comes from the taxpayer. Their biggest income source, if not the only income source they have, is taxes. So, in essence, I don't understand how women can be socialist and think socialist, also make as enough money equally as men, but then also don't have the responsibility to help the men that don't make less, right? To date the men that don't make less. I don't know how they arrive at this, but it is female problems. Like, how do you do this? Mm. Like, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't get it. Like, we make just as much and more as men. Okay, that means there's more men that have less. How do you not date them? No, I have standards. I want a guy that makes just as much as me or above. Okay, that's only 30% of men. But it's 70% of you. How do we get here? (laughs) Oh, man, we live in a strange world. Somebody says, don't forget about interest on student loans. And then somebody also says they gave out $1,200, but double the price on everything which I told you in real time with my economic background, whatever that 1200 that you got, they already wiped it out. Soon as they printed the checks, it was already null and void. It was dead on arrival, <laughs> but y'all dumbass people went and spend it and bought crypto that you already lost and thought y'all had to come up. You waited for your check. Well, as soon as you got the check, the gas prices went up two and a half dollars. That check was dead on arrival. But you know wasn't wasn't dead on arrival. That debt, we're still in financial debt. We went up what? We're at $33 trillion of debt. We doubled the debt, the national debt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ninja, y'all keep figuring out these ways to get out of here, fam. We actually are screwed at this point. We're up shit's creek. Yeah, the, uh, the original guys put that 1200 on crypto and then they rug pulled in November. Who remembers that? They pulled that rug pull. Who remembers that? I'm not saying everybody that lost money did that. I'm just telling you. They gave you that check, then you put it in there, and they rug pulled your ass in November. Do y'all have a short memory? For some reason, my memory is not that short. Like, I remember details like this. I might not remember names, but for some reason, I remember that's what happened. Right. Mm. Y'all keep forgetting, man. Where's your memories at? (laughs) Mm. All right. The people who probably made money did not use their stimulus check. They were already invested. See, a lot of people get really sensitive about what I say. You're not really listening to me. You have to listen to what I'm saying. You have to listen to what I'm saying. Look at FTX. I'm saying the truth. And then you come in. Well, I made 60000 Who gives a fuck what you made? Who cares? I'm talking about what happened to everybody else. You got to start listening to me. And I know, men, you're knuckleheaded. At some particular point, I may figure out I better to just, it's better for me to just talk to women. Because, men, you're knuckleheaded. You're hardheaded. You don't listen. You don't listen. 
and you're just as emotional as women when you respond to me. You guys are you guys are almost worthless to talk to as women. Right? And so you're too damn dumb to hear what I'm saying. I gotta hurt your feelings. This is the only way you'll hear me. I'm telling you what happened. That's what happened. Just because you made some money off of it doesn't prove disprove what I my point. That's exactly what happened. All right, anyway, ninjas don't listen because they're too busy trying to prove me wrong instead of listening to me. I'm absolutely right. That's exactly what happened. You guys got to not come in here. Check your ego at the door. Okay, check your ego at the door. All right, nobody wants to hear your outlier $60,000 on crypto. Most people lost their ass and their stimmy checks. Anyway, <laughs> just let you know. The Mitch has got to go in 2024. The Mitch has got to go. <laughs> the Mitch has got to go. And if, if you've arrived at the point, if you've arrived at the point where you're tired of me, please leave. It is that time. If you've arrived at the point where you can no longer stomach me and you like, oh, coach is going a certain way, I'm evolving. It's time for you to go. It's your time to leave. All right, you've watched me since 2019, and now you can't stomach me. I'm in a different place. It's time for you to go, all right? I'm no longer going to just say, hey, dating apps suck. It is time for you to exit CGA, and I'm going to give you this opportunity to do so. It's time for you to turn me off and find another red pill rager to keep you entertained, all right? Because I'm not here with you anymore. I'm not going to walk this bullshit with you. It's time for the son husbands to leave and the men that need pats on the back to leave. It's time. It's time. <laughs> it's time. Because it's not, this is not game time no more. I mean, this is not play time no more. We're not playing with you no more. <laughs> it's time for y'all ninjas to go and make all the videos you want. It's the hill turn time. We, we moving on. We graduating from this shit. It's the after pill. <laughs> it's after pill time. Purple pillars, take your ass off. Why we, why we can't get married? March your ass on. It's time. Ninja, you trying to get married in 2023 and 2024? It's time to get out. I'm not trying to placate to you and give you the possibilities of what possibly can happen. If your dumb ass want to do this, take your dumb ass to the damn marriage license store and get moving. Your ass going to be back in three to four years, and I'm going to still be in here kicking these facts. You understand, <laughs> right? <laughs> we in the after pill, certified 2024. And if I lose a portion of my audience, I don't give a, I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> I'm not there anymore. Back to this, back to this. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to the, I can't pronounce your name, Kodo, we're going to call you. All right, U.S. Army retire. He says, the way that Brittany Griner is using hypergamy, this will be a good time to remind the fellas, in her age group, she is decent. But in your dad's age group, she's a 10, baby. Facts. Facts. That's where Brittany Griner is, and she's going to survive, not off NBA players, but Hall of Famers. Okay. All right, John Doe, body count may not necessarily matter if you're trying to smash. If you're looking for an actual commitment, it definitely matters. And that's a fact. That's a fact. All right. Shout out to JC. Lil Pookie was confused on type of bodies he meant. Oh, uh -oh. 
Uh-oh. AC says, Coach, if I may ask a slightly crass question, do wives even make noise? <laughs> wow. Brittany Renner is who we meant, not Brittany Griner. All right. Um, he says, do wives even make noise during, during marital missionary? If not, how long into marriage does she stop? Gentlemen, answer this question because if I answer this, people are going to think I'm talking about my marriage. I don't want to do this because then, but, but let me just tell you something. All women ex experience sex a different way. Some women wince and say, uchi ouchie. Some women do monkey double backflips. Some women don't make a peep. Some women make a peep, but they don't, they try to hide it, right? Not all women will be um, enthusiastic about all sex. Some women are doing it just to get it over with, right? In marriages, I'm just, or, or, or in any sexual situation, there could be a chance, highly likely, that the woman is not in it like that. This is where people say, I want her soul, okay? Some women are screamers. But not all women experience the same. Like, uh, it's not like pornography where the woman is doing, oh, take, you know, I, I don't want to mimic the noise because somebody's going to clip it. But not all women sound like porn stars in the bedroom. Not all women be like, oh, nobody, not, not everybody does that. Some women tend to be like aggressive, meaning like they're giving you instructions and stuff. Some women tend to be like, oh, curl up and grab and hold. Everybody's different. But in marriages, there could be a tendency that she don't even make a peep. You don't even kiss her on the lips. You don't even look at her. You bury your face in the pillow. She don't make a sound. She stare out the window. She asks you if you're done yet. She might say, are you ready to finish? She might tell you where to finish or where not to finish. So this is, this is, what you could actually get into doesn't mean they're not enjoying it either. But a lot of women will tell you in marriages, they fake it. This is called faking it. And how soon it could be relatively soon. In my opinion, which is backed up in data, passionate, enthusiastic sex usually ends as about as long as a year and a half to two years. A year and a half to two years. That's when the love, passionate lovemaking ends. That's it. Other than that, there could be more play. Anybody have actually experienced this? This is when you know they faking it. One minute, they're... I can't make the sounds because I don't want to be out here doing this. One minute they're making feminine sounds. The next minute they're laughing. The next, like, this is what happens when the phone ring. You digging her out. She's grabbing you. She's making feminine sounds. The phone rings. She says, oh, let me go get that. <laughs> She'll laugh and then come back making feminine sounds again. And you're like. Wait a minute. Who are you? Right. To me, that's an indicator that she might have been faking something. And this does happen. <laughs> right. 
Some women will be doing this and you can tell she's done. She might ask you if you're ready to finish. That means she's over it. Like she wants this to be done. She had enough fun. Not a lot of women want long performances. They don't want you to be long-winded. Once they get about at the 10 to 15 minute mark, they want to wind this shit down. It could be uncomfortable, unpleasant. She's done faking it or she's finished. She's like, I've already got mine. Finish up. All right. Yeah, wrap this up, B. She'd give you a tap on the shoulder. You could tell she's so like, like all women are different. You just got to know. Anyway. <laughs> Not every woman sounds like what you would anticipate a woman to sound like. Yeah. Anyway. I got a whole bunch of super chats, but let me speed through these. Shout out to JC says, it's not really a discount on peace leave when today's whole is at an all-time high. Advocate CGA, my boy, owes his divorce lawyers $100,000, and now the old nanny is suing him for $75,000 back pay. His ex-wife didn't have pay the nanny and use the money for a mommy makeover. Two kids, age three to five, hit the buzzer for my boy. This is the type of stuff that happens. All right, wow. The dictator says 50% off, bitch. I'm looking for the everything must go sale. All right, Brown through run up. Shout out to you. Free agent Andre says, I mean, the, the flat back that said she was in a bind. Going back to reference, you said, um, oh, okay. All right, I remember. Oh, yeah, she was in a bind. All right, so anyway, shout out to you. And then last one, and then I'll get back to these. Savagely Hustling says, shout out to CGA. Here's something for the dark side fund because I'm never leaving the JUCO. Hit me with the dark side music and the laugh. Let's get it to you real quick. And where is it? There it is. Hey, the JUCO right now is the best option for me. And by the way, (laughs) if you want to learn more about this, please do not bring the Mitches over. I don't want the Mitches over here. I don't want people who argue me. I don't want the outliers. If you just want a little bit of source of entertainment, coachgregadams.locals.com. Join me on the stream, and you will find out what that dark side looking like because the dark side is super litty, and we also tell you how to protect yourself. By the way, I think we're doing a stream tonight. We're doing our normal weekly stream tonight as I will be on the road traveling. Coachgregadams.locals.com. Yeah, it ain't free, ninjas. All right. Let's get to this right here. Um, Hit it or quit it. Let's do an episode of hit it or. Sorry about that. I jumped the gun. All right. Hit it or quit it. All right. Uh, What's this woman's name? Jenna. What's her name? Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. I know you might not know who she is let me see if i can pull her up pamela anderson uh for the generation xers let me pull up a good picture of pam anderson all right let me get a let me pull up a Baywatch. Baywatch pam pamela anderson let's pull her up dude she was a real cutie man she was a cutie all right there she is right there pamela anderson hit it or quit Hit it or quit it. Pamela Anderson. What do y'all got, man? Look at this right here. She actually looked cute in the Tim the Tool Man Taylor. All right, back in the 90s. Back in the 90s. And now she has hepatitis C. So you could catch that shit. 
It is a, a sexually transmitted disease, and she's been banged out on, on camera. Let me see if I can find the tool time Pamela Anderson. All right, let's find the tool time Pamela Anderson. When she, when she, before she went through all the surgery here, there it is. There's a, there's a tool time Pam Anderson right there, Canadian. I think she's from Vancouver or at least British Columbia. This is her when she was, you know, before she'd been in these streets. Well, she was probably already in these streets, but you know what I mean. She was a concubine. She's literally a concubine. She actually uh, suggested that Sylvester Stallone offered her to be a concubine. All right. And people don't believe it, but I believe it. She's a concubine. She is a pro concubine. She's still a concubine. Like there's a guy she married, like for the sixth time, she married some guy and this guy's going to leave her millions of dollars. All right. Her sixth husband. All right. Let me show you what's going on here. So you see Pamela Anderson here. This one since she was in her prime. This should be prime or decline, right? All right, let's make it prime or decline. All right, it's not here to quit it. This is prime or decline. All right, prime or decline. All right, so there she is right there in our prime. All right, the wall is undefeated right here, man. The wall be undefeated. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to show you her prime and then we're going to show you her decline. All right, and now I got to change my caption here. Let me see if I can change it. I got a lot going on here. This is why I need a professional team. Professionals, Ninja, not no amateurs. All right, the wall is always unkind. Let's take a look at Pamela Anderson recently, today, as of yesterday. Uh, right here, gentlemen. This right here is Pamela Anderson today. <laughs> Man, there's so much to unpack. Wowzers. Jinkies. All right. Oh, the humanity. Man, Mother Nature don't play. Mother Nature don't play. Look at them feet, too. Oh, my goodness. Just. Oh, the humanity. Man, Father Time don't play out here. The wall is always unkind. She looking like the crypt keeper. Let's go back. Man. <laughs> Jesus. Man, yeah, God is cruel on women. They hard on these. jacket. God is hard on these women, fam. God be hard on them. God do not play. Father time and mother nature, they be like, listen, find the best possible mate as soon as possible. Ninja, the first 35 years is going to be like the Super Bowl. Your last 35 years is going to be hell. Hell, I say. And ladies, like, you know, doing things, you know, partying, going out, staying at the damn tanning salon, right? You know, living it up, smoking dope. Yikes. Oh, oh the humanity. Man. Ninja, how old is this woman? Lord have mercy. She looks like a Swedish grandmother. Now, this is a definitely a big fall, man. Hey, man, this is the story of Cinderella. The clock will strike midnight. 56 years old. Ninja, right here, this is why I'll be like, nope. Only junior college age, fam. I know, call me a creep. 
call me a creep, but ninja, I'm not messing with no 45, 50, 40, 50 year old women, fam. You be like, you 50 coach. I ain't 50, but I'm not messing with no hell. No hell to the nah, nah, nah. Well, coach get one that look young. Okay. Why don't I just get a young one? <laughs> you could get one that look young still. Okay. How about I just get a young one? All right. And just skip the bullshit. She's still old on the inside. Yikes. Man, the Lord has plays a cruel game on women. Man. Ay, ay, ay. All right. <laughs> Just hit it or quit it. All right. Anyway. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. It's going to be hard to keep up with that, man. The upkeep on these. And again, older women aren't free either. They got to keep up. I'm Imagine what she looks like. This is her dolled up. Like, this is her dolled up. This is her with her makeup and her eyebrow pencil in. She got her eyebrow tattoos. This is how women look the um, in, in the Nordic countries. This is the Viking shit, too. Yeah, man. That's the thing. When you go over there to Sweden, they be looking like this, too. When they catch dude, I seen this funny-ass clip. I think it was like some wrestlers. Who was it? I think it was like Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. All right. I wonder if I can find that clip. I'm going to find that clip. Let me see if I can find it. Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. Both of these ninjas is dead. Chris Benoit. All right. Talking to woman. Let me see if I can find this. They were, oh man, somebody shared the clip. And it was a funny clip. They were kind of just like in public and they were like walking up to people talking to them. And they were somewhere in like Finland or Sweden, one of those Viking areas, Norway, Switzerland. They walked, or, or, or they were like in uh, Romania or something. They walked up to this woman. And this woman, they started talking to her. And then she was like, oh, I'm 16. Anybody seen the clip? They were like, um, I'm 16. And she was like, they were like, oh, okay. And they backed away. This woman looked 40, 40, 40. She looked already 40 years old standing there, but she had the blonde hair. Everybody in the comment section was like, what? This woman already looked at least 30, not exaggerating. And that's what happens over in the Viking areas. These people look great when they're young. When they get old, they be looking like witches. That will look like a witch, right? Well, what happened is their nose and chin will start to meet. <laughs> their teeth will start to look like they ain't got no teeth in their mouth. And they'll look like they'll have a wart on their nose. They'll start to look older. And it happens fast. I mean, it's like overnight. One minute, she's Cinderella. The next minute you roll over, she's Broomhilda. Like every story from from Disney that has that woman, the old woman, like um, every every Disney story has this in there. Women not trying to hit the wall, <laughs> right? That's the whole Disney story. Name name the movies that have that. They have a woman that's trying to to finesse another woman with a secret potion as to preserve her youth. And then most of these stories originate somewhere in the forest areas where there's either uh, Eastern Europeans, Vikings, 
you know, white women or <laughs> that's the story of every Disney movie. There's a woman trying to steal the youth of a youthful teenage girl. Mal Maleficent. Um, what's the one with the long hair? Rapunzel. Um, Cinderella, the evil stepmother. Uh, Ariel. Ariel. Sleeping Beauty. It is literally the story of women hitting the wall. That that is Tangle, yeah, Tangle. That's the whole story. <laughs> Little Mermaid had uh, the the big woman Ursula was in Canto too. That's literally in every story. A woman's hit the wall. It's the secret is the young woman. The older woman's jealous of the young woman. Uh, Cinderella, evil stepmother and the evil stepsisters. Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's the it's hilarious when you think of it, and then they say, "What's gonna happen to Cinderella? She gonna hit the wall. She gonna hit the wall and lose everything. When is she gonna hit the wall? When the clock strikes midnight. So she says, "Be the bell of the ball now. Get what you can now to get the prince, get the prince, get the king, get them now before the clock strikes midnight." <laughs> Yo, this shit, dude, listen, it's crazy. And, dude, they tell you what it is. It's, it's unbelievable. And people have had these stories since forever. Cinderella hit the wall. Clock strikes midnight. Dong, what happened? She loses her shoes. She loses the pumpkin. She loses the, <laughs> she loses the dress. She loses everything, and she can no longer get the prince. But what happens? The prince says, hey, you left your shoe. And he comes back and gets her ass. Mm. All right, but it's, it, oh, Shrek is the same thing, right? Shrek is the same thing, right? And then they fall in love. So pay attention, man. <laughs> and somebody said, Coach says the wall is at 12. No, I didn't. But the movies, mostly the Disney princesses are, listen, I, I make the movies. That's them. But in that era that they're referencing, they're saying when the woman is useful. All of, the, all of these women that they're doing this to, they're all 16 to 20. And all of the women that are trying to prevent the young woman from taking what they think is theirs, which is their youth and the opportunities, they're all 40 and up. Look at it, man. Look at it. And luckily I had kids so I can watch the movie looking at this shit like, damn. <laughs> yep, I didn't say that shit. You said it. All right. Anyway, the clock strikes midnight. Look at it, man. They're trying to tell you subconsciously what it is. All right. But anyway, I ain't say none of that. Where are we at? Lost her boyfriend to the red pill. Let's get to that part of the show. And then we'll definitely get into some overtime because we got to talk about young Jeezy and Jenny Mai still living together. But we got to break this young woman down. All right. She's talking already. Here she is right here. She's on Twitter. Four-minute video. I don't know if she's the original poster. It says, woman claims she lost her boyfriend to Red Pill content. What are your thoughts? Let's go ahead and see what her sob story is. And do we agree is that this is how she lost her boyfriend? Or is this something else? Is this something else? Let's go. So my boyfriend turned Red Pill. And at this point, we haven't spoke for about a month. 
And I can't cope with the fact that someone who I saw is so compassionate and thoughtful and intelligent, so caring and open-minded. Okay, so let me stop it right there. Since it's four minutes, I'm going to take breaks in between. I can't play it straight through. So she had a simp. (laughs) So listen, so she had a simp on lock. And she had a gump where she was like, I'm going to take this dude right to the altar. And that's you. All right. So she she had him without any programming, any frame, any knowledge. She had him stupid. So she's describing the guy that's wide open. And then she says, my future husband. So here we go right here. That someone who I saw is so compassionate and thoughtful and intelligent so caring and open-minded just completely did a 180 they were just so supportive and caring and all right so he was paying the bills he was putting up with her shit and he saw the light before it was too late right he was like wait a minute i still have value i don't have to do this for tradition all right i don't have to put up with her shit because she's not telling you what she did all right and she says, and even when I would have my self-sabotaging episodes, they still loved me. All right. So there's a key, right? Look, wow. She even showing you with the facial expressions. That point is critical. A lot of people will miss that. But she said he was compassionate, caring, blah, 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 blah. And then she said, even when I had my self-sabotaging episodes even when i was on my bullshit even when i was in my insecure even when i was yelling even when i was toxic he still loved me see she just told on herself because right now as she's speaking you would be like she seems like a nice woman not not when she has a boyfriend and let me tell you women believe yep eyes to the left she's a mental head case she snaps right Women believe that a man is there to put up with that shit. Well, help me through it. I'm here to tell you, we don't have to do that no more. (laughs) All right. And this is why her boyfriend probably watched me at some point and said, wow, I don't have to put up with that shit. No, you don't. Don't deal with mental health care cases. If a woman tells you she has mental health issues, run. If a woman in your relationship or marriage says she's having a mental health crisis, run. Do not help her through that shit. Don't go to her therapy with her. Don't start therapy with her. Ninja, if you think you're okay, start being toxic and get the hell out of there. I'm just giving you a word of advice. You're not going to help her. In fact, everything she does, anytime she has an episode, she's going to blame you. All right, you're going to be the fallout. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Guys, so she told her and herself, and eyes to the left, and she knows facial expression, that's guilt. So now she wants to blame the red pill. Let me, let's go back so you can see it. Caring and even when I would have my self-sabotaging episodes, they still loved me. They really. So she's, she's even insinuating that a person shouldn't even still love her. But only because it's, it was uh, he was supporting already. Even when I was on my bullshit, he still loved me. She's even shocked that his monkey ass stuck around for it. He still loved me when I was on my bullshit. 
All right, let's continue. They felt like a blessing. And being with them made me realize, like, all the things that I needed to work on. But it came to a point where I started noticing differences in them. Like, I started noticing that they would talk to me like I was... Like their child. All right, so there, there's another one right there. She told, she telling on herself. First of all, you are a mental nut. All right, let's just get that straight. No, you're not. You don't have mental health issues. You're a nut. All right, and I'm gonna tell you, if you're messing with nuts, you, you, you out here playing with fire. So she's a nut. She wants to be helped through shit because she just can't cope with regular life by herself. She's sabotaging herself, a.k.a. probably using recreational drugs, lazy as fuck, all right, and can't get through life. She can't cope. So now when he says, okay, baby, I'm going to help you, which means you better start listening to me. I'm the one here that's sane. You're insane. She doesn't want to be treated like a child. How do you think I'm going to help you? Bitch, you can't even help yourself. You need two and three therapists to help you. But I'm supposed to treat you like a mature adult? See, there's the quagmire. You might be mature, but you're not of mental stability. You don't have mental stability. So now she don't want to listen. How am I supposed to help you if you ain't going to listen? Let's continue. She says, I'm the man. You listen to me. No, I'm the sane one. You listen to me. You're mentally development of a child. You should probably listen to me. All right. You need to obey me. All right, let's continue. Like something that they had to have control over. Women don't like controlling. They don't like control. Meaning that means, that means they have to be responsible. Soon as I hear a woman say a guy was controlling, it just tells me he wanted to be responsible and she did not. He's normally was looking out for her. And there are some controlling men. I, I understand that. But, 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 normally this argument comes from she, he was holding her accountable or trying to per, prevent her from sabotaging herself, a.k.a. men protect women from themselves. She even admits she self-sabotages. So he was trying to protect you from yourself and you didn't allow him. All right. Let's continue. The only time I think men are controlling is normally when they're between 18 and 24 and they don't have a sexual marketplace value uh, that's higher than hers or equal. And then he doesn't want her to go out and use her sexual marketplace value to capitalize. So he protects her. He keeps her away. He keeps her away from the nightclubs and the bar scene because he knows he's going to lose her. So, yes, that's when men use very negative control. But she's already telling you she self-sabotages. How is that control? She can't even cope herself. All right, let's continue. And it evolved into hypothetical arguments all the time. Like, just about the stupidest stuff about, like, child support and what makes a woman valuable and, like, what women want in a man all that i'm like i don't i don't know why you're talking to me about this and it would get so bad because it really 
just pride at my insecurities. All right, so there's another problem right there. See, now, first of all, all women are insecure. They're insanely insecure. The more attractive she is, the more insecure she is because you can't imagine why she's insecure. All right, but let's go back. He said, she says he was coming up with hypotheticals, a.k.a. he started looking at how far he start, as much as he was investing in her, he started listening to us, Joker, maybe Tate. He started listening to all of us in the sphere, and then he started measuring. Mm. I, the more I go into this, the more I'm vulnerable to things I'm hearing on the internet. I can get on child support with this crazy nut job. This woman's going to cause me pain if she divorces me, which is all things men should be concerned about. He's now addressing them with her, which is a mistake, but he's trying to tell her I'm aware of some things that could be down the line. She's not aware of it yet. She's being self-centered. Women don't think that far. Women don't think that far. The average woman thinks like this. Right now, the next hour, and then forever. Everything else in between is not a possibility. That's all she understands. And forever means forever and ever, happily ever after. They don't know anything in between that. It's today, next. it's right now, next hour, and forever. That's the only thing they think about. So in their world, when you say, well, what if we get divorced? What if we get this? What if you put me on child support? In their world, that's not a possibility because that don't have nothing to do with right now, an hour from now, and forever. <laughs> so this is just what it was. So she says, why are you coming up about talking about this stuff? <laughs> here we go right here. Especially when talking about like women whose dads left. And I would always just end up crying and asking why. Like why Yeah, see there you go, man. She's a child. This is this is a young woman. This is a young woman. She needs male leadership. She's untrained. She's mentally unstable. So she breaks down and cry as a result of having a difficult conversation. Now my advice is men shouldn't even talk to women about this stuff, about red pill issues. You just use it as an armor. It's not to be discussed with, with women because they're never going to understand it. That's where he messed up. And that's where you men will mess up. Stop discussing this with women. I don't know why you guys keep doing it. Now, if a woman says, I want to be a part of the conversation, okay. If she wants to collab and she's a content creator in the space, that's okay. But taking this to a normie woman is wasting your breath. It's like me talking to these hard-headed ass ninjas. You're wasting your breath. You got to let them experience it. You can't let them decide, nor will they see it your way, nor should you expect them to go, I see it your way. Okay? They have, <laughs> yeah, you got to fight solipsism. Don't talk to them. Don't negotiate. Don't let them know. Don't try to, it's, it's useless. What you do is we determine you wear this as a shield. This is not a sword. This information is not your sword to go out there. Aha! And you start talking to bitches about hypergamy. Your hypergamy is your motherboard. And I'm going to fight your hypergamy. On guard! <laughs> Just be out there, really be out there on guarding. 
Women don't got no time to fight that shit. They got full hypergamy. That's like women who fight male testosterone. You can't do it. It's the most powerful drug out here. You can't fight it or negotiate it with it. Ladies, have you ever figured that out? You try to negotiate with a horny dude? He horny. There's no negotiation. He wants to poke on something. And he wants to poke on something like now. Trying to get him to pipe down and, and not get an erection and think about what he's doing and thinking about going to get a condom and thinking about what he did. It's too late for all that. Should have talked about that before he got super duper horny. <laughs> right? But he's ready to be, he's ready to poke on something right now. Testosterone is at his peak. Blood has left his brain and went down to his little thing thing. He ready to poke. All right, anyway, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right, this is me trying to negotiate at the wrong time. Here we at. Where are we at with this woman? She got some more to say. She's the problem, by the way. Let's continue. Why are you doing this? And as someone who has like poor emotional control, it took a lot to not just like blow up all the time. And it was so hard to just step back and be like, okay, that's like, he's just going through a weird phase. That's not the person who he is. It just kept progressing. And no matter how much I tried to improve myself and just give him what he was asking for, I felt like it just wasn't enough. I still don't understand what he was asking for because these types of women that red pill podcast men talk shit about like i don't have a lot in common with well see again again this kind of proves my point so i would never do any of these things i'm not a skeezer he's talking about the hoes out here these women are talking about the evil women He's talking about the bad girls. He's talking about the women that have daddy issues. He ain't, they ain't talking about me. Coach, not my girl. So in her world, in her world, not me. It's those other girls out there you need to worry about. <laughs> now, I don't have anything in common. I don't know any of these people you're talking about. This is commonly uh, known as delusion. All right. And it says, this is not to say they're there is anything wrong with women who party and dress how they want or that we don't have anything in common. Women aren't the issue again, again, she, here's the thing. This is not even a discussion that you need to have. All right. But what she's trying to say is I'm an introvert. I stay at home and all this stuff. Well, that's what you do today. We don't know what you're going to do tomorrow. You don't even know what you're going to do tomorrow. You don't even, you're not even mentally stable. All right, you're an emotional being, and at any any point, you can switch up on him. Now, that's what he's learning, and he's probably seen it. She's actually out here not even telling you that truth. But another point to be made here about what she's talking about. This woman seems about the age of 24 or 25. In her world, she just can't imagine being in a sexless marriage. She can't imagine not wanting to be, not being um, sexually attracted to another man. She can't imagine cheating on her man. She also can't imagine fornicating. She can't imagine sucking off a bouncer when she's 40. She can't imagine these things. These aren't possibilities. Remember, right now, an hour from now, and forever, nothing in between is figured out because she's going to do things based on how she feels in the in-between. They have no plan. It's just, hey, I feel. So here's what she's going to, 
Well, here's what I tell you. And this is what he probably heard from me. Gentlemen, never take advice from a woman that is 25, 8 years old or younger. Never take life advice. That means even if she says, I want to get married and have your kids, you must take this as a choice you're making, not her. Never take life advice from a woman age 25 and under, and this is why. And I always use the ladies to back me up on this. Women that are listening to me, that are 40 years old, I'm going to ask you this. When you were 25, you knew it all, right? You weren't young and dumb. Your frontal lobe on your brain was developed. You thought you knew it all when you were 14. But here you are at 25. You thought you knew it all. Today at 40, would you take life advice right now? Meaning that your life depended on the 25-year-old version of yourself and what you knew then. You're 40, 45, 50. Would you go right now and consult the 25-year-old version of yourself? I'm willing to bet 95% of women wouldn't even listen. They'd probably run if they saw the 25-year-old version of themselves. They wouldn't do it. And hence, gentlemen, you are, you are sacrificing your future on the words of a 25-year-old woman with no life experience. None. She don't know who she is or who she's going to become. But today she feels like X, Y, and Z. This is what how this is how this is how I want you to believe. This is how I want you to think. This is how real it is. Because you're sacrificing your financial future, your seed, your mental stability, your future income on this woman. And she's like, Well, I don't understand. <laughs> all right. And you will not until you get to that point. Let me finish with this woman here. All right, here we go. Like I don't go out, I don't party, I don't dress really showy i'm not a gold digger like all i wanted was to just be loved by somebody i felt like i was being torn apart like i i did this but it wasn't enough i don't know what to do it just wasn't gonna work for them because i was too american and i didn't understand and the women overseas are better and it just really broke my heart it broke my heart so bad and see um, this dude, somebody says, super chat your question if it's important to you, for real. Ninja, how do you think, if you super chat me question? I mean, sorry, if you're in the chat repeatedly asking me questions, I don't know how you think I could do a show and then try to answer everybody that asks a question in the chat. Please super chat. But here's the thing. This woman, this man that is dealing with her is telling her way too much information. Right. And so this is where young men, you start dealing with women in your age group and you're trying to tell them these things. He's talking about passport, bro, and femininity and women overseas and 
you know, divorce rate and child support. These are all things that don't matter to her. This is not in her world or wheelhouse. This is why it's important as to not discuss any of this. Yeah, he's in red pill rage. <laughs> yeah. He's in red pill rage and he wants to take it out on her, which then it is true. The red pill content did get to him. But now he's realized the errors of his ways and he's dealing with the no good woman who's taking her nowhere. However, she still thinks she's a good woman. Why? I'm not a gold digger. I don't party. I don't drink. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't go out at night. That doesn't make you a good woman, right? That does not make you a good woman. That does not make you uh, different from the woman he's talking about. That's all you hear is gold digger, bad girls, floozies, skeezers, straggles. That's who you think we're talking about. We're talking about the possibility of what all women can do. So you could do this to not only that, you're already unstable. All right, let's continue. I got to the point where my family witnessed it firsthand, like what they were doing, and that's when it ended. And I can't find closure because I'm like, what happened to that person? I feel like I don't know who this person is. What happened to the person I What happened to that simp? I had a I had a clean layup. <laughs> <laughs> I had a clean layup until this ninja start putting expectations on me. How dare him put expectations on me? How dare you? All right, wait a minute. You asking me to cook clean? You asking me to be loyal, faithful? You asking me to take my mental health meds? You trying to tell me what and what not to do? You trying to what? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I had you. <laughs> I had you right where I wanted you. I felt safe with because who they became sometimes I did not feel safe and it just hurts so bad it hurts so bad and how dare you stand up for yourself how dare you how dare you challenge me <laughs> right, here we go. Uh, I just I can't wrap my head around it I can't believe it I feel like red pill men stole my future husband from me. <laughs> there it is right there. Hey, man, I don't feel bad for you, man, because, hey, if I can save one man from walking the path of doom and destruction, which you, you, she's doomed. She's already doomed. And this is why I feel for Generation Z. These Generation Z men with these women running around here zooted on mental health, Ninja, you guys have no chance. All these mental health uh, patients... You guys have no chance with Gen Z. All right. First of all, you got the sugar babies. Then you got the OnlyFans girls. Then you got the head med. Yo, you guys got no chance. Hey, run away from these people. They're damaged. Damaged. I had my future husband. The red pill stole it. <laughs> oh, you, you could have womaned up. You could have womaned up. You could have heard him out and actually made the adjustment. But no, you wanted to go back. You wanted him to go back simping. And he stopped simping. And it hurt so bad. <laughs> because I really, really thought this was the person. Okay. And even after talking about this, I'm like physically shaking because it was just so bad. Like at this point in my life, I don't, I don't want anybody. All right. So now, now you, you know what this means, gentlemen? You know what, you know what this means? 
She don't want to work. She don't want to do the work. She don't want to become a better woman for either him or the next man. I'm throwing in the towel. I don't want to understand. I don't want to accept the accountability on me. I don't want to look at the errors of my ways. This ninja woke up. Somebody woke up the sleeping giant. Challenged me to become better. Because no, listen, you weren't the best version of yourself. You even admitted it. She even admitted she wasn't the best version of herself. She said that. Then she said, oh, you know what? Then these other guys are going to challenge me when I had the goofy-ass simp right in here. So guess what? I throw in the towel. I'm going to just sit over here, and I'm going to be a damn uh, damn sandbag and parasite to my parents. Because she even tried to put her parents in there. All right? She don't want to be better. She just want to be who she is, and Ninja, you work around that. <laughs> Yo. I don't want to be with anybody. If they're going to do that to me, if they get- If they're going to make me, if they're going to make me do better, I don't want to be with nobody. <laughs> yep, enjoy them cats. Meow. Yeah, somebody said he dodged a bullet. He dodged a whole bullet. Because she wasn't going to be no better than this right here. I don't want anybody. I don't want to be with anybody. If they're going to do that to me, if they could just treat me that way. What, what way? What way did he treat you? I, I'm still confused. I don't see where he treated you wrong. I don't see where he wronged you. Now, what he did was he heard some shit that he was like, this is important to me. Then where he, I think where he did wrong, he didn't do wrong to her. He started talking to her about it. All right. So he just woke up and he was like, you know what? I'm not rolling the dice. <laughs> All right, I roll the dice. <laughs> Yo, and here's the problem, ladies. A lot of men, whether you see these sub numbers or not, a lot of men are listening to this, whether they listen once or every day. They cannot avoid it. I know y'all tried to censor and silence men the last three years, but the last three years, the gates are open. Men can see for themselves. There's no more hiding it. Ladies. You got to do better. You got to be better women. That's all of you. You got to be better women. You got to just, you can't just say on the table. You can't say I'm not going to cook or clean. You can't say body count doesn't matter. Ninjas ain't going for it. People are listening. They're not just going to listen to the conservatives and the Matt Walshers of the world. You're not just going to listen to women say, nah, I'm not like those other women. You got to be better. Indeed, there's no other choice. Or you can stay single. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Indeed. All right. And the economy is uh, rough out here, ladies. It's going to be a lot of women in the bind. We have the three-hour mark. We'll get to everything. I'm going to get to the PayPal Super Chats and all of that. Clear that up as much as I can. And then we got a little bit of overtime. I got to go backwards on the Super Chats. Shout out to Juan Pamera says, but shouldn't these talks be with, had be with her before getting married? And that's where he challenged her. He said, hey, this is where my concern is. He's like, these are where my concern is. So, you know, he was talking about things. I think he went a little too far talking about certain things. But, uh, yeah, he should have just said, look, I want a prenup. <laughs> All right, because she was certainly talking about marriage. Jones G says, finally joined the money mindset. Time to elevate. Enjoy it. 
Cam, shout out to you. Thank you for that. We got uh, Venmo. Let's see what y'all are loving about over there. Oh, man. And who really needs to worry about this is her father. Her father's got a whole parasite on his hands. We got Venmo. It's uh, Dark Side Foundation. That muskrat thought she was about to get an easy layup, and the RP came from behind like LeBron and packed that ish off the glass. Coach, you are saving men. Thank you. Yes. Ladies, do you think the red pill was wrong? Shout out to Lamont James says, I'm a sawed-off ninja catching that sawed-off sale, and I've hit the bottom fixing that bind. Shout-out to you. Shout-out to you. And that's you. One thing that women won't admit, they might say they want a guy six feet tall and up, but that's just for procreation. That's just for them to have taller kids. But they won't admit, but they won't admit, is they got a dude that's 5'7", 5'8", 5'9", Pressing every button. Got her leaking. Hitting that bottom. I don't care if this woman is short or tall. Every woman got a 5'8 ninja that's beating the brakes right off of her. (laughs) All right. Shout out to No Government Name says, Coach, what channel did you move the blue chip mindsets to? Thank you for your hard work and have a great weekend. It is the Notorious CGA channel. All right. So they can talk all that tall, 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 but every woman got a five. Listen, just numerically, they can't avoid five, eight, five, nine ninjas. <laughs> they can talk all that shit. I only want, I only like tall guys, please. There's a ninja five, nine, just beating the nut. <laughs> Bust it all on your, please. All right, look. I don't know where I left off over here, but I'm going to try to figure out on PayPal and then catch up with the super chats. Kevin W conservatives always bring up the video games argument when trying to shame men into getting married. They don't know that the games are much deeper than modern women and men don't do not want to talk about reality shows and celebrity gossip. I find it interesting. That video game argument, men playing video games. And I, I don't play video games that often, but I do. But everybody tries to use that as shame. You know what we need to stop sh- start shaming? Women that are addicted to social media. The same woman that doesn't want you to play uh, your Sega Genesis can't stop scrolling Instagram and TikTok all goddamn day. Now, what's going on here? She didn't, okay, honey, I won't play Madden today. All right, what you want to do? Oh, we just, just sit here. Let's watch TV and watch a movie. All right, I'm watching the movie, and here this broad is. What the f- dude, man, please stop. Stop. <laughs> here she is trying to record herself. You ever be with them? They record something, they jump right to their phone. It's them the whole time. The event going on, they got six seconds of the event. They... Post. Scroll, scroll. Every five minutes, checking the damn comments on Facebook. Man, please. <laughs> so you, want, you, ju- you got me off my NBA 2K so I can sit there and watch you pick up your phone every three minutes. Like, what the fuck? 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not about to sit here. No, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to play NBA 2K. Call that. I'm not about to sit here and watch a movie with you while every damn three minutes you can't even put your phone down. They put their phone down. They be like, all right, I posted my shit. Two minutes later, picking their phone up, seeing how many comments they got. Damn, only three people commented. Reply. Mm. But addiction to video game. Addiction to video games. Bullshit. Then they want to uh, scroll in just watching Hollywood Unlock and wor- uh, uh, all these gossip sites, Tasha K and them. <laughs> now she up there arguing. Dude, she in there arguing with somebody in the comment section while you're watching a movie. <laughs> yeah. mm. Hey, look. Look. Where's FIFA? Let's get the FIFA going. Let's get the Call of Duty, man. I ain't about to sit there and watch you. Scroll your phone <laughs> out of here. All right, I'll take video games. Anyway, anyway. Where are we at? Caitlin says, Coach, I think it's safe to say that 90% to 95% of women today, today are sex only. When I say that they're sex only, it's not a bad thing for men. It's just a bad thing for them. They're the ones who are supposed to keep the man they're sleeping with by all means. They're not doing that, so just continue to hit and quit it, guys. All right. I'm going to do Super Chat simultaneously because I need I need to catch up. Did I get bread and Gatorade, Coach? I checked an e-court, we'll call it the e-court website, and they have an $80 quickie section, full service provider, cheaper than a divorce lawyer consult, and he says, I got money. If that's what you want, it's available to you. You can have whatever you like, Cali West Miami. But Coach Ebony K. Williams, she admitted the wall exists, but still doesn't tell sisters to get a man who has a trade or drives a bus, but one with a degree. Yeah. Again, uh, women do limit themselves. Cali West Miami says, Jeezy wish he listened to CGA and did not get married. This is facts. Statistically, they're limiting themselves. But listen, I don't feel bad about women out here when they limit themselves. Right. Um, but this is hypergamy. Hypergamy helps. Jacob says when when women use us as their emotional tampons, is that a charge? And why are they always using us as that? Great question. That is called the fine print of relationships. I did a video on that. Every woman has an idea how her relationship should work, meaning how her man should operate. For instance, she will say something like this. Well, you're married to me, so you have to listen to me. Well, you're my boyfriend. I'm your girlfriend, a.k.a. I'm sleeping with you. You have to listen to me. Now, let me tell you something. That is not true. They're abusing you. That's abuse. Because what she's insinuating is because I'm giving you access, a.k.a. you're paying. This is your payment. You have to listen to every useless, goofy-ass thought crossing my brain. Hell no. No. But in her world, that's why you're here. Hey, we're here to talk. I like communication. I want to talk. Bitch, I don't want to talk. What is there to talk about? Usually talking is arguing, disagreeing, fussing, getting to understand. Somebody's got to, no, no, no. We're not about to do, we're not about to do that whenever you feel like it. (laughs) now there is a need for communication but what you're not gonna do 
is tell me I need to listen to you anytime you need to talk. You better pick your moments and your battles real quick. <laughs> but guys don't, guys don't, guys don't know this. So you might say, damn, I do need to listen to her. No, 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 no. Ninja, I'm not your friend. I'm not one of your little girls or your little man husbands or work husbands. I'm not about to sit there and just listen to you anytime you have a goofy ass thought in your brain. All right. Okay. Most of the time, whatever you talk about ain't about to help me none. <laughs> or it don't even have nothing to do with me. So what the hell am I listening to you talk about the Xerox machine broke at your job? I don't care. <laughs> anyway. And women will admit that when they share their problems with you, they don't want a solution. Now, how backwards is that? Men normally have a problem. We need to solve it today. Uh, we needed to solve it yesterday. But they just want to just use you as a sounding board. And then when you start telling them what to do and how to fix that shit, then they get all in their emotions. Well, what were you blaming? What? No, 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 no. This is what therapists are for. Go to your therapist. Go to your therapist because this is what, yeah, this is draining for men. You don't want to hear this shit. But most men can't tell you this, so I'm here to tell this for the men who are scared to say it. Do not abuse men by using them as emotional tampons. Do not gaslight them. Do not up and down your emotions. If you a psychopath of bipolar disorder, a, a borderline personality, a mental head nutcase, what use is it for me talking to you? If you're going through some emotional shit, okay, let me give you a hug, okay? Cuff your balls. What use is it me talking this shit out with you? Because you're not sober, I am. This would be synonymous of me talking to an alcoholic or a cokehead or a crackhead. I'm not about to talk to no crackhead. You're going through some shit, your hormones are off, you loopy, you zooted on some medication, you're not sober. Go find somebody to help you out. Go to a 12-step program, go to a therapist, go somewhere else, take that shit to the stove. All right, that's what I say. And no, I'm not talking politics with you. <laughs> okay? <laughs> now, if we want to have some moments, pick your battles. And you better say some good shit. <laughs> hey, look, they be sitting up there. They be sitting up there before they say something. They be like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? This better be good. If you say something stupid, I'm going to walk off. <laughs> right? <laughs> I have this fine sister that's like this, and I'm, 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 I'm teaching her. And she always says, and you always tell me to be quiet. And you always tell me to not talk, stop talking about. And I say, I don't tell you not to talk. I just tell you not to talk about the shit you be talking to me about. <laughs> That's two different things. <laughs> yeah, but these are important things to me. Okay, well, Ninja, go to the city, go to the city council meeting with that shit. <laughs> All right, I ain't got nothing to talk about. Hey, listen. All right, look. She's like, I know you always tell me. I just, I have to learn. Yes, you do. Pick your spots. <laughs> All right, man, look, but look, 
it takes a while for you to get to this point, man, because I'm, I'm not going to be abused. Right? That's what, hey, if you want to talk, go, go to the Catholic Church and go do your confessional. All right? But I ain't going to be that ninja. All right, anyway, shout out to Larry says, can I get the Mexican sound clip in honor of my Mexican mom that loves your gordita theme music? Shout out to your Mexican mommy, mamacita. I bet you she a fine tia too. Mm-mm. No, that's your mom. I'll chill. He says, thanks for all you do. Hey, mamacita. <laughs> all right, be that ninja. All right, shout out to JC says, coach, I went to the theater theater to see spider-verse today and they were out of milk duds the only they only had whoppers i bet you would have been triggered by this all right shout out to you gray hates radio says curious we know that sex stops for the most part after a while during marriage what are your thoughts about sex if the couple isn't married but still live together it's gonna fall off too it's gonna fall off too all right guys uh what do you call it lust is only for a temporary period of time and lust is nature's way of tricking us to procreate. Nature has one job, multiply. So I don't care if you married the woman or not. Now, marriage does make them lazier faster. As soon as they got the marriage in the ring, they're going to get lazy really quickly. But I don't care if you're living with her or, or not. Sex is going to fall off, okay? Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bob says, did you kiss the Juco's in the mouth or do you kiss the Juco's in the mouth? You probably don't want to probably don't want to JC says "Did Pamela hit herself in the face with the hammer. All right. Wow. Shout out to crypto keeper. You might not have the largest YouTube following, but you have a loyal one coach. Big hair says 20 and 21 coach gang is strong. Hopefully you have a meet and greet one day, which I will. Elvis says, thank you for your knowledge and wisdom. Mitch ninjas are too hard-headed for their own good. Trying to prove you wrong instead of listening. I love the direction you're headed. Steady, evolving. Shout out to the Afterpill gang. Indeed, Coach Gang is still here. All right, but um, listen, we don't let ninjas just come on here and say, that ain't true. I No, we don't do that. That's a violation in the Coach Gang. Free agent for life, Andrew Andre. You're here, says, first time. Having my seven-year-old daughter for the weekend and almost three years after leaving my ex is partly because my birthday is tomorrow and her mom is broke, but it is still a win. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Uh-huh. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. I got a little overtime left. Shout out to J Flow. Wifey is working this weekend, and I've gotten to have the whole crib to myself. You know what that means, Coach Gang. Yeah, you're going to be jerking that chicken. All right, jerk, man, he going to be beating his meat paws the whole weekend. This ninja going to be out, passed out on the flow. Wife gone all weekend. This ninja going to be, yo, he going to beat your meat like it stole something. Nope. Pause. AJT, he unloaded the whole 50-round clip, the red pill clip in this woman. Like you said, this info is armor, not a sword. Indeed. Pro Man Explainer says, if a woman says she's having mental health issues, I tell them I didn't go for school for that. Facts. Guys, listen, my biggest advice to you, if a woman says she has mental health issues, the best thing you can do is walk off. Just walk smooth. Okay, go handle that shit. Come back when you finish. Because then that puts, that puts the onus on her. 
right? Okay, come back when you when you not sick no more. <laughs> because then you gave her a time period. But I ain't about to ride this shit off. Oh, you want me to ride the roller coaster with you? You want me to get on the roller coaster, herky-jerky, up and down, left and right? That's your problem. It ain't mine. How's it my problem? <laughs> I mean, look. A lot of people don't ain't going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, Ninja. Get the stepping. Moonwalk the hell right up out of there. Back away. Dude, I don't care if it's a family member. I don't care who it is, Ninja. You ain't trained for that. Pro Mansplainer says the perfect response. Well, I didn't go to school for that. Get well and then see me when you better. If you don't get better, well, then you ain't never going to see me again, fam. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> but most of it is an excuse. It's a, a way to manipulate you. And then if if they really like you, they'll get they'll get healthy really quickly. If they really want to be with you, they'll get healthy quick. Oh, I'm better now. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. Well, listen, next time you get sick, you know what to do. I'm gonna march miles right the hell away from you, and you can go right back to the mental hospital. <laughs> right? mm. All right, but listen. Ain't nothing worse than a sober person and a non-sober person. That's a toxic relationship ready to go. Anyway, Caesar V says, damn, coach, I swear I thought you were about to pull a video of my ex with that title. <laughs> All right, Daniel McGee says exactly what I did. Now I'm on the after pill, Reverend X. Well, he said I can't stop the show. Triple A, double A, A and A radio. So glad this knowledge is spreading and men are waking up. I almost ended up married, Gump, a married gump too. Keep saving lives. And last one, and I'm going to get back. No government name. This is MF Jones says to make up for the day before yesterday about the 23-year-old muscle chick who, who thought that they says that was mistaken as, oh, as a 40-year-old MILF, coach, I'd hit that. It's a fetish because... There's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in so, there. So, yes, you're starving. Hey. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> hey, guys, as men, whatever fetishes you have, I would tell you to explore them, but in a healthy way. All right? So, because if you don't, I'm going to tell you this. Not, peop- not many people are going to tell you this. It might sound, sound toxic. But whatever fetish you don't explore, it's going to be a problem if you ever commit in a relationship. It's going to be a problem. Now, as long as the fetish is healthy and legal, or illegal at least, (laughs) legal, explore it. Now, you're going to get it out your system if it's healthy and legal. Get it out your system. Let's just say you have a fetish for bodybuilding chicks. A lot of ninjas do. You have a fetish for blondes. You have a fetish for uh, midgets. You got a fetish for cheerleaders. You got a fetish for fat bitches. All right. S, you got a fetish for BBWs, whatever it is. You got a fe- whatever it is, get out your system. Because if you don't and you get married and you still have some fetish, your wife is not going to live that fetish out, right? Mm. It's got to be legal and healthy. Because what you're going to do is you're going to drive either your wife crazy or yourself. It's going to happen. And she's going to catch your ass. She's going to catch your ass looking at some wild ass shit. <laughs> she go catch you, fam. And it's going to cause some problems. Get it out your system. And once you get it out your system, you might, you're going to be over it. It's not, you're going to get over it. 
It's not going to be as strong. People think the urge is going to be strong. I don't think so. I think it's the opposite. Unless you're just a weak individual, the, the urge kind of goes away. All right. It, it, it mostly goes away and then it might manifest into some sort of new urge. All right. Or you'll just get over it. You just have to look, you have to check yourself. But what will happen is you'll, you'll hit post nut clarity or you'll be disappointed in the effort or the effort will be so good as to you like, I, I only have to have this type of woman and you'll, you'll do something healthy. You'll not deal with a woman that is not within your fetish because this is what men do. You have a fetish for blondes, but you can't never get no blonde. Black men, you have a fetish for white women, but you can never bring a white woman to Birmingham. Uh, you know what I mean? White women, you got a fetish for ninjas and you're 22, but you know your family going to disown you. And you have to go marry the, the, the Jewish guy that you grew up with in the synagogue. It, it's, it's, all the, it's, it's all the same thing. And then you're unhappy, you're unpleasant. You really want what you really want, but you couldn't get it. And so you settle for what you couldn't get, but you women do this all the time. They settle for you, but they really want to be out there hoeing. They really want to be out there getting pounded out by Chad. But they settle for you, and then once they get what they got out of you, the house, the car, the kids, they run around right back out there and go get Chad. So this is, this I do whatever it is that you want, man, go get what you want, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think we fool ourselves. We fool ourselves that we can actually keep our mate and be pleasant and happy with them. It ain't it. And somebody saying they got white women in Birmingham. I'm not talking about mud sharks and trailer park trash. I'm talking about some real white women, some white women in neighborhoods you can't go in and drive your, your beater in. You can't drive your uh, donk in. Your, what do they call it? A dunk? A donk? You can't drive your old Oldsmobile with the big-ass rims in it. I'm talking about those type of white women, like some long backs, some flat backs. I'm not talking about mud rats, uh, mud, what do they call them, mud sharks and uh, slump busters. I'm not talking about white women that's fat, that, that you say that got a black woman's body. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm not talking about white women with a whole bunch of tattoos. I'm talking about suburban white women in Birmingham. I'm talking about girls that go to Auburn. <laughs> Not no slump buster ass chicks. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah, we talking about, <laughs> we don't talk about those snow cows out and, and yeah, we, that's not what we talking about. We talking about up in the suburban, but let me talk. <laughs> not the white girl that work at Popeye's chicken and she be acting like Sasquatcha. We talking about the Taylor Swifties. That's what we talking about. We talking about some Taylor Swifties, chicks that go to uh, uh, Alabama that be pledging for the fraternity, sorority. That's what we talking about. Future soccer bombs. That's what we talking about. We not talking about <laughs> Boom Quisha, but white version of her. She got a grill. <laughs> Ninjas, man. Hey, I love y'all, man. When I get on y'all, it's all love. It's all love. Kaylisha, somebody said Kaylisha. We're not talking about Kay, Kaylee Keishas. Kaylee Keishas. We're not talking about chicks that work at Hot Dog on the Stick. White girls with BBLs. We're not talking about that. We're talking about some real flatbacks. The 
the real suburban chicks that stay skinny and be on Xanax. That's what we talking about. All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah, white chicks, with they got their hair braids and stuff. All right, let me, I love y'all, man. Look, I got a little bit of overtime and then just a little bit of overtime. <laughs> I'm banned in Birmingham. All right, hey, let's talk about your boy Jeezy. Jeezy. What young Jeezy up to, apparently? Uh, young Jeezy still living with Jenny Mai. Okay, there it is right there. There it is. Apparently, they're still living together. Jeezy still living with Jenny Mai during divorce. This is bad. Uncomfortable situation for sure. This is uh, according to the headlines here at TMZ. Jeezy and his ex-estranged wife, Jeannie Mai, are still living under the same roof as their divorce grinds through the legal system, but it's an awkward, it's as awkward as it can be. This is bad. I don't know why they're doing this. Like, why is this? I don't get it. But to be fair, um, in a divorce, if you do leave your house, you could lose the property, right? You're setting a, you're setting a precedent. So Jeezy might be full aware that if he does leave, that she'll get the house because by the time the divorce ends, it could be six months to, to 18 months. And Jeezy goes in there and says, I haven't been living at the house for the last six to 18 months. And they'll be like, well, since you ain't been living there, you don't need it. Ninja. <laughs> you don't need it. Obviously you've been living without it. So just let Jeannie keep it. So that could be going on too. And then the co-parenting stuff. Yeah. The baby and all that. It says uh, sources familiar with the situation tells DMZ Jeezy and Jeannie are still living together in Georgia, but there's very little interaction going on, going down between them. They cross paths as they come and go from the house, but that's it. Oh, Jesus. That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, but that's divorce, y'all. That is divorce. This is the stuff they don't tell you about. It's the stuff they don't tell you. So, they, yeah, they probably got, look, they probably got a line in the house in the middle of the floor, the ward of roses. They know when each other come and goes. When that garage door opens, they're like, shit. They run back to whatever office or second bedroom or garage. This is terrible. This is a terrible situation. Yes, do not eat any food that she is making you. In fact, I was going to cover this story. This Tucson woman tried to poison her husband to death uh, several times by pouring bleach in the coffee pot. Guys, pe- women do this stuff. They do this stuff. I shared this story. But this is a woman here. They probably were estranged, living together. She was like, forget it. I'm going to just poison this ninja. Hey, man, this is the stuff you deal with, okay? And it says right here, we're told the priority for both is the one your daughter one-year-old daughter, okay, we already know this. All right, there she is there. Man, look, this is where I, remember, old men don't have shame in their game. This right here is a rental. I would rent this, and of course, I would rent the 20-year-old, vert, like the 20 years less. She looks good here, but I would go for her minus 20 years, okay? And I'm going to rent this shit and ride that shit. <laughs> I'm going to ride it, fly it, float it. Turn that shit into someone else. But you guys want to marry this. She looks very good right here. You want to marry this. See, the problem is you have to marry her and reboot 
you need to reboot the whole damn uh, software or hardware. Yeah, this looks great, but you got to reboot the whole hardware. You got to actually install new hardware in her. Dude, she's 40 years old. She's coming as she is. It's the difficulty with modern women is that they're coming in here. They'll, they'll play the role for a little bit, but then they'll be going back to, I'm going back to my natural, regular scheduled programming. All right, thanks for the babies. Thanks for the house. I'm now strong and independent again. And this comes from her being secure in her new lifestyle, right? Hey, I make my money. I know his money. We're good. Everything's good. Already got the baby rabies out. All right, I, I actually beat the buzzer. I got a kid out of this. All right, are we good now? Good. Okay, I'm going back to what I was doing. Bait and switch. All right, I'm going back to work. I'm going back to work on my career. I'm going to back to uh, having fun with my girls. Now that, okay, we married, right? You got me, right? Okay, I'll be back tonight. I'm going to brunch. We going to a concert. We going on a girl's trip. Ninja, you just going to be sitting over there waiting for her ass. Okay, I guess I'll wait till you come back then. Okay. Now, typically, this is what men have done in their marriages where they say, I just want a kept woman and have your ass just sitting up there, have her ass just sitting up there waiting for you to come back from golf, waiting for you to come back sleeping with girls in Tijuana or Tijuana. I'm going to TJ with the boys, and then you go into the donkey show, El Burro, and then you come back, and you think your wife is just going to sit there and wait for you. Those days are over. Those days are over. Them shit's, that's, not, that's not modern world. Uh, that, that's the old days. That shit is not traditional no more. Women ain't going for that shit. Right? So, um, and men aren't going for it. Some men are putting up with it, but that's old hat. You better be making five hundred and five. $500,000 a year to even think you about to pull that off. Okay. They ain't pulling that off no more. As a matter of fact, let's listen to this guy and then we'll wrap it up. This guy's name is, I always talk about him. All right. This is the guy that speaks women. He can probably take what we're saying and deliver it to women and women will understand it better if he says it. This is to me, um, it's kind of Derek Jackson, Jackson-ish. Derek Jackson-ish. And so his message, while he might say something similar, he, it caters to women. Every now and then he'll glitch and they'll have to come on back. All right. Um, but here it is right here. His name is Steven. Steven. I, don't, I think it's Steven. Steven. All right. That's all I know. Quick story. I remember one woman, this is a sad story, but one woman where she told me how she dated a guy for eight years. She wasn't attracted to him, but he was helping with bills and, and he was there for her in different ways. So she wanted to hold on to this, these benefits. And she said, literally, she had to get drunk to have sex with him every time. She would make herself drink just so she could have sex every single time. Now, of course, nobody can keep that up forever, all right? And, and, and that's where you start to see a lot of inconsistency because now when she doesn't have her liquor on hand, I'm not in the mood. I'm tired. I'm this. I'm all this stuff. And then when she has a liquor, oh, it's, it's, you know, all out, have fun, whatever. Anyways, this happens, all right? The lack of attraction can happen for various reasons. Sometimes it's off. In that situation, it was from the jump. And 
you got to be mindful of that. Sometimes it's something that happened that may have caused her to lose attraction to you. Now, just so you know and aware, he ain't said nothing different than what I said. Now, I'm a little bit more toxic and I'm a little bit more straightforward and shoot from the hip. Right. I'm a little bit more aggressive. And as far as women are concerned, it's not what you say is how you say it. He learns how to say things to women. Now, I ain't talking to women when I tell you ninjas exactly what he said. And I said, he says, oh, it happens. It happens a lot. He said hypergamy. He said the woman really doesn't love you. She's there for the provision. OK, he ain't said nothing similar. He ain't said nothing different from what I said. But when he says it, women be like, oh, I received this message. All right, I receive it. I manifest it. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, that could be true. I just don't understand how women can do this, right? In the whole comment section, this is true. I don't understand how women can do this to their man. They really love him, what they really need to do so they can have that conversation in health and healing. All right, but he said exactly what I've been telling you, that women do this, and it happens to almost 50% of married people. 50%. Right? There's 20, 25% that it happens to for sure. There's no sex. None. And then if she does want to have sex, she got to be drunk. <laughs> right? Then there's the men that don't want to even touch their woman anymore. That's that percentage of men. Then there's men that get it, but it's so sporadic that it don't even count. And then the only time he gets it is when she took her, took her head meds, she sniffed some coca, she's dreaming about her pookie, and I mean, he said it's the hair. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is the hair that's getting him a little bit more female attention. But he said it in a way that went palpable for women. Thus, he said it as to make it seem like the women that listen to him would never do that. They're never going to own up to it. Now, what I say is, yeah. All women are capable of doing this. And then I'll give you the statistics and I'll give you the research to back it up. He's basically saying, I know this one woman. That's what he said. Oh, and it happens. Uh, and then he blamed men slightly. It could be because something that you did to trigger her, right? So took all the accountability off the women and put it on Jermaine right there. And so they're like, it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah. <laughs> It's the way you say it, though, coach. You just be saying that all women going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not saying you're going to do it. I say you're capable of doing it. Well, let's get to these super chats. That was a great week. Thank you for the support. Okay. Let's get to these super chats. JC says the breaks ain't got no pads left on these. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Digital Ghost says American women collect mental disorders like Pokemon gym badges. I don't get it, but I do get it because um, let's just say this for the women that are mentally going through some mental challenges. Some of it has to do with trauma that they experience when they're younger. And, you know, uh, this is a lot of women go through that when they're young. All right. Could be when they're really young, when a, a, a parent does something or a relative does something to them. This also happens to boys as well, but we don't get that bell out. Then it also extends to women start liking boys before boys start liking women. And that development does is manifesting that it, it's, it gives them the false belief that women mature earlier than men. 
right? And so they want to be like, all right, now time for my prince, right? Time to settle down, time to be mature, and boys want to go play flag football. But they want to go get the boys, and then what that eventually lead is, they were like, well, my boys my age are immature. This starts really young. This starts as young as nine all the way up to 14. When they do that, eventually they're going to experiment with somebody way more advanced than them. That's going to lead to trauma. So they'll be nine. They'll mess with the 11 year old boy. They'll be, they be, they be uh, 12. They'll mess with the 15 year old boys. They'll be 15 mess with the 20 year old boys. All right. And it's just, it's, it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious ass cycle. Right. And then they'll get hurt by that person. And then by the time you show up and they're 25, they cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And you dealing with 10, 20 years of trauma. You dealing with some trauma. Now, they might not tell you all this because you'll, you'll probably walk off the plantation. All right. When, you, when they tell you they were 14 and they was messing with the seniors and the ninjas that drive uh, Cadillacs with the three-row motion and the uh, pancake, <laughs> you know what I mean, the hydraulics. They're not going to tell you that. They're not going to tell you when they went to college, they started messing with an older man. He was 30, 40, and she was, he was beating the brakes off of her. And then now all of a sudden they got this bag in trauma. You show up, a woman that's 25, she got a history of bag, baggage that you won't even know. She won't even share with you at all. She can't. And you'll try to solve her problems, but you don't know where the problems come from. All right, anyway. Shout out to free agent for life. Andre says, Juco girl told me she doesn't want solutions. There you go. When she's talking to you, she don't want solutions. Um, and even in the Juco, I always tell this discussion with them. Okay. Always have this discussion. It's that even when a woman has a bind, they want you to temporarily fix the bind. They want a band-aid. They want a Band-Aid. So they have a financial bind. Hey, I'm about to get evicted. Can you help? All right, whatever the help is, that help is going to last 22 days. Mm. 22 days. So if you come to their rescue and say, what is it? Boom, solve the problem. She says, thank you. In 22 mother-sucking days. She's going to be right back in a bind because you didn't solve her problem you just put a band-aid on it and she's gonna need that same blessing 22 days from now she's gonna be in the same spot or worse (laughs) or worse now this is an every month issue for you ninja so then what you have to do is okay sit down right here uh pull up your bank account pull up give me the paperwork let me see what they doing. Let me see what you got. All right, lay this shit out. Let's make an Excel budget uh, sheet. Put all your bills over here. I'll take care of them. You know what she going to do? Gone. Gone. See, that's the solution. Oh, we going to get your shit right. You ain't just call, call me up when you are buying. What we going to do is we going to get your shit right, and in a year, you're going to be better. We going to get your shit, but nope. That means you got to see her credit score, which is 465. You got to see she back on her electric bill three months. You got to see that 
her bank account got negative $250,000 in it. You're going to see her cash app is negative. You're going to see her cell phone about to get cut off. You're going to see her tires are bald. You're going to see her student loan debt is in the excess of $85,000. So whatever that little bind she got in, you're going to see that she got a warrant for her arrest. You're going to see that she got tax problems. You're going to see some shit and go, you ain't in a bind, ninja. You in trouble. You ain't in a bind. <laughs> so then you came and you, you, you helped her out temporarily. But that, that's temporary help. That's just put a Band-Aid. You, she didn't want a solution. Yeah. Yep, she got payday loans overdue. Her small her 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 license plate tags are expired. <laughs> right? She got a whole bunch of problems. Repo man looking for that car. She about to get repossession too. See, understand that. Speeding tickets and shit. Yep, I'm telling you. She didn't miss her court date for her speeding tickets. <laughs> Yo, it ain't just one bind. Anytime a woman comes to you with a bind, she's in trouble. She got a lot of binds. So then you try to solve the problem, but they don't want a solution. They, they just want you to fix that bind. Anyway, look. <laughs> Yo. And, and, and I ain't lying. And I ain't lying. <laughs> All right, Mr. Albert says, I will cold approach a midget in a heartbeat. I just don't see midgets no more. Like, I don't see midgets out in the real world. I only see them on the internet. But if I saw one, I definitely would want to. That's I haven't fulfilled that <laughs> too much information. I haven't gone there. Now, I have been with some short women. Like 4'11", 4'10", but midgets, no. So, <laughs> where we at? Bob says, I think men can be emotional tampons if they financially compensate the women with cat. Shout out to you. Target says lots of divorced couples still live together. Facts. They do. And you won't even know. I actually was shocked. I had a client who they had been divorced for 20 years, but they operate in public as a married couple. All right. And they operate like I know a couple they're divorced legally. But they operate still. They're older. They're in their 60s. But they're still in public. You wouldn't even know it. They, they exercise together. They go on walks after dinner together. They live together. Now, I don't know what they do when they live in the house. But, but, but they're, they're a married couple as far as anybody concerned. But they are, um, they, they are, uh, they are divorced. And I was, I was floored. I was like, really? Really? Yeah. I was like, damn. They had been divorced for two decades. So um, you, you just don't know. You just don't know. You can't tell what people got. Yeah, they're, they're just now companions. And they're older. They, they're like, you know, they ain't going to find another one. Yeah. Somebody said that's not uncommon. That, that is very common. Shout out to Rob says Rolo gave you a shout out yesterday. 45 minutes in peace. Shout out to you. Yeah, there's some healing and repair. I appreciate that. I gave him a shout out the other day too. All right. Uh, Jones says the RP barbarians are at the gate. Yeah, Sean, in the building. Juan says, but shouldn't these... Okay, I got that already. We're almost done. 
And they're, they're so fine. I think a lot of it is, and this couple that I'm talking about are really wealthy. All right. And so a lot of it is their funds are so commingled. It would be ridiculous for them to divorce. It would just be a nasty divorce. And they probably tried to go through the divorce <laughs> and it probably got so nasty. They was like, look, forget it. Shout out to El Jefe. Rest in peace to Tupac. They just arrested a guy oh, who possibly deleted him in Vegas. Stay safe for the weekend, my brothers. Go Raiders. Go. Shout out to you. I don't think so. Who did they arrest? Did they arrest uh, Keefe D? All right. Anthony Elite. Hey, coach, I'm broke right now. I'm not sure if you remember I took you. I told you I took my son from daycare because a mother was withdrawing my son for me. For a year, she filed a pickup order, and the judge denied it, LOL, but I'm broke from attorney's fees, LOL, I'll keep you posted. Shout out to you for doing that, and that was a gamble. It was a risk. You won that risk, but it was not free. Um, uh, You never know. A lot of guys are afraid to do that. Going, Give me my goddamn kids. I mean, because I can do that as well. But um, also, I know my chick will flip out and call Amber Alert. She'll call the ATF on me, and then I'll be in the news. I don't want to be on the news, right? And she knows that. She's fully aware of that. But, yeah, so she went. He did that. He picked the son up, said, fuck, you're not going to play with me. And then guess what she did? She ran right to the court. These women are, these women are evil when it comes to this. They're absolutely evil. And people don't understand. All women do this shit in some form or fashion. Even married women do it. Married women do this parental alienation even when the husband is sitting right in front of them. And that woman will talk shit about the father. Right there. Uh, women are the biggest abusers of children in history. And I'm not saying that just as a conversation. Women are the biggest abusers of children in the history of child raising. Because it's manipulative abuse. It's gaslighting. It's nitpicking. It's every day. And they normally are going to abuse the child against the father. It's not even close. Yeah, men do some terrible things to children. In fact, more women kill their kids than men do. I mean, more mothers kill their kids than fathers do. This is not even close. This is not even a conversation. More women are likely to delete their kids than men. And people don't hear this stuff. People all then call this female hate. But, dude, it is tragic. It is a tragedy. But, of course, as soon as they see one deadbeat-ass daddy, as soon as they see one deadbeat daddy that missed a child support payment, here it goes. <laughs> These men don't take care of their children. Straight-up abusers. <laughs> he says, He says, Dad abused me because he took away my credit card. Yeah, that's crazy. Dad tried to make me accountable, so he's the abuser type shit, right? Um, the dad's evil. Why? He yelled at the kids. For what? I don't know. Were you there when he yelled at him? No. <laughs> well, who told you he yelled at him? The kid? Okay, Jesus Christ. Did I do a video on the? Yes, I've done videos. Look up the video, the recent video, the evils that mom do, evils that moms do. That's one of the videos. All right. Michael Ryan says, hey, coach, uh, so what are we supposed to do if we want kids someday? Can you enter into a father? Wait, can you enter 
in a father's choice of child support contract. Just real briefly, I've covered this, but I know we got a lot of new viewers. And I have to remember, I'll always say, I did a stream on that, but it was like in 2021, 2019. Listen, there's surrogacy, adoption, children overseas. There's also co-parenting contracts. There's marriage. There's single, uh, having kids out of wedlock. You guys got a lot of options. Now, what you want to say is, I want to be in love with a woman and skeet in her guts out of love and create a family for free. That's what you want to say. How do I have love for free? How do I get love in Punani for free, skeet in her guts and create life out of love? Okay, listen, I can't help you with that. I can't help you with that. You know the statistics on that. That is actually a low percentage chance of that working out. <laughs> All right. But. If that's what you want, do it. It's going to be very costly, more than likely. More than likely, you will not raise that kid all the way through their childhood into adolescence, into adulthood, statistically. Statistically, another man's going to raise that kid. But do you? Somebody says, I missed some super chats. I know. Thanks for reminding me, as a matter of fact. I remember I did skip a, a bunch of people up here. So I'm going to try to cover them. I did skip it because um, let me go back. All right. Um, Maurice Jacqueline, shout out to you. Flash says, coach, your singing has gotten a lot better. Free agent lifestyle for life. Schedule P says, Matt Walsh, are these the women we should marry? Mm. V Mass says, coach, uh, gang, he says, forced to ninja watch with a busy schedule. Couldn't keep up with your live, but catching the fire streams on replay. Keep going, coach. Hold the line. All glory to the most high. Everett Walker, morning coach. I saw a post that said women date for gain, so men date, wait, so men date for acceptable loss. Would you agree? Thanks for all that you do. Women date for gain, yes. Women date for gain. Women date, if they don't, again, if women don't find a need, a, a, a means to receive something from you, they will not date you. They will not even talk to you. If they don't see anything that they can get from you, they don't talk. They also date for financial reasons. All right. Roblox says he tried to take control of the all-seeing eye network. So they lined up all these hoes to silence him. Facts. That's Bill Cosby. Kazam with the co-sponsorship. Goddamn Kazam. He says, free agent lifestyle. Take me out with the black woman using her cat as an ATM. All right. We don't have the video, but I think. We have the audio. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right Strident Herman says, coach, this is stressing the technique. Wait, coach, there is stressing the technique. And then there was stressing the application. You show examples and leave the choice for us, the audience. Exactly. All right. So I present the information I leave it up to you. SB57 just downloaded the free agent lifestyle on Audible, Audible, and it's narrated by the GOAT himself, CGA for the win. P.S. Will you do the same for an NBA, for the NBA on your sports channel when the season starts? I will. Absolutely. I think I got everybody. I've been rib, uh, journey to unknown pace. I've been, okay, I got that. I remember, and thank you, Strider Herman, for reminding me that I skipped like five people, and I did. So I think I got everybody. Free agent Andre says, I meant she didn't want solutions 
to her venting. But that's true too. She doesn't want solution when she vents. No. Even finance, guys, women don't want solutions. They don't. They don't. Even in the dating marketplace, they don't want a solution. You know what they want? For you to bend to their will. I'm just helping you out. Because we've given a thousand solutions over here. Not, not only that, women of, guys, women know of all of us content creators. They know of all of us. They know it. They know exactly what we're asking for. It's not a secret. They know what women are, men are saying. They just keep pushing the, pushing the shit until they get the goofy guy that relents. That's all they're doing. They're just holding their breath, and they're just going on, going on strike. They're just throwing a temper tantrum. They're stopping their feet, and they're just hoping. Okay, listen. I know this. This is what they do. This is called manipulation. So why does body count matter? Have they stopped saying it? No, they're just going to keep pushing it until these whores got 200 body count. And then they'll just say, you still need to accept me because you need puss. At the end of the day, they know you need puss. So that's what they're banking on. I'll just wait. I'm a, I ain't settling. I'm going to wait for the six-foot giant with the uh, $500,000 a year salary with more time on his hands than I can deal with. I'm going to just wait. All right, it's, it's ridiculous. So this doesn't, they don't care about what men want. They have no care. I'm going to have a career, and I'm going to be 21, work on my career, become CEO, then level up, buy my townhouse, one bedroom, three bath, get my car, my BMW 3 Series, then I'll go to the boyfriend store where the men are just waiting to wife me up. And then when it doesn't work out, they just then push, push, and push. You need to just, what's wrong with you? You need to protect us. You need to do this. <laughs> this is what I also call, they paint themselves into the corner. They basically just paint themselves or mop themselves into the corner. And then they go, help. Okay, <laughs> this says, do you think it would hurt men to not look at their wives with the same sexual lust anymore after having kids? Yes. I say it would be, I say it would be because sex, the sex they had because or before kids, this also took, listen, I'm tired, man. I don't want to think no more. <laughs> all right. Give me just a salute, Ninja. Got me thinking all late in the stream. Reading all that shit. Anthony says, Coach, I don't know if you covered it, but Britney Spears' knife dance, please cover this. It's too late. It's too old news, so I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, look, and I think that's it. Let me check if I got Ryan. He, he giving me five sentences to read. Coach, do you? Okay, I got it. So what if you want to have kids someday? I gave you seven options. I gave you seven options if you want to have kids, guys. Kids aren't free. Men, stop. Kids are not free. Now, having kids can be a free act, and that's what you want. You want a reason to not wear a condom and skeet in a woman's guts. That's what you want to do, and then you want a possibility of waiting it out to see if you have kids. That's what you want. But listen, surrogacy, that's an advanced payment. It's like having a prenup for children. You can have kids overseas. You can adopt some kids. You can marry a single mother. That has kids already. Okay? 
You can make the kids. You can get married and have the kids. You can have a co-parenting agreement where you begin, you agree up front with the woman. Please understand, all of these situations are used by men. You just never hear about it. And you might think it's awkward because it's not romantic. Oh, I want to have a loving kid from loving lust. And I want to skeet in her guts when my nuts boil over. And I want to create a kid. Okay, do it. <laughs> do it. I mean, I ain't telling you, but I'm telling you, man. It's rough out here. It's rough out here for a lot of guys that take that route. That should be biting their ass, biting them in the ass. All right, anyway. And then when she take your kid from you or anything of these examples we're talking about, when it becomes just child support or she calls you a deadbeat or an abuser or she marries somebody else, she leaves and moves her kids across the country. How many men have gone through these scenarios? Now what? <laughs> now what? When you just a child support payee. Now what? Now if you have a raging mental head case as a wife or a girlfriend or baby mama. Now what? This is what I'm telling you. The now what? You can do whatever you want. But kids are not free. So think about it. And make a plan. If you want to have free kids, go for it. <laughs> go for it. Find you a woman. Make some romantic love. Create a baby. And I just want to tell you this. Most children are either unplanned, mostly unplanned children, and, and made not really in the context of marriage or love. You know how many kids are made not with love? not with skeeting in the woman's guts and, and going, let's create a baby. You know how many kids? Probably not a lot, 30%. Many kids are born where a dad uh, met a stripper and wiped her up. Some men, marriages are born where the dad had a prenup and didn't trust the woman. A lot of kids are made unplanned. Most of y'all in the black community are unplanned babies. Yeah, you ain't half on the baby, right? Most of y'all were made backseat of the Jeep parking lot pimping. Most of your baby daddies didn't even know your mama's last name. Most of y'all was born out of wedlock. <laughs> Most of y'all was born and your daddy thought he pulled out. Most of y'all were born, you the second or third child, and your mama used the baby as a keep, keep a ninja baby. You didn't intend to impregnate her. You thought she was on birth control. Most of y'all was made by uh, your mama's egg, frozen eggs and your daddy jerked off in a Petri dish in the side hospital room and made your ass in the lab. Most of y'all was born when your daddy thought he had the condom on, but the condom broke. I didn't skip it, Bob. I got you. It just, he says, I think men can be an emotional tampon. I read that one. All right. <laughs> Most of y'all, your mother considered going to get a vacuum cleaner or a coat hanger or went to the Planned Parenthood and sat in the parking lot crying. <laughs> All right. Most of y'all 
got uh most of y'all mama got pregnant. Most of y'all mama got pregnant and told the daddy and the daddy skedaddle. <laughs> oh man. Hey, look, and where else did I leave off? <laughs> most of y'all was sperm donor babies. Shout out to Ebony K. Williams. Most of y'all daddies thought most of y'all were raised by men who ain't even the daddy, but he thought he was the daddy the entire time. Where we at? Where we at? Come on, man. Most of y'all was raised by a man that ain't even your father, and he still think he the father to this day. <laughs> Most of y'all been y'all the milkman daddy, the UPS daddy. That's your daddy. Most of y'all, yo, yo, most of y'all, the woman that raised you is your grandmama, right? Most of y'all, your grandmama is your most of y'all is raised by a woman that's actually your grandmama, and your sister is your real mama. Somebody just mentioned that. Yep, you'd be like, hey, mom, that's really your grandmother. Your oldest sister, that's your mama. Mm. <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> Most of y'all mamas had a... Trying. And she don't know who the daddy is. She just pinned it on somebody. Mocha Fest has, uh, what is it? <laughs> What's it is in Atlanta? Yo, he said the baseball coach, the flag football coach, that's your daddy. Hey, man, we just got to understand this. Ninja. I, I, hate to, I hate to do this to y'all, but this is a reality. I'm only here to kick the real. I'm only here to kick the real. Somebody said, no, that's not true. Yeah, oh, dude, you know how many people in the South, their oldest sister is their actual mother? She got pregnant at 13. She got pregnant at 13. And he grew up thinking that this is his older sister's sister. And that's his mom. You know, in the hood, there's a lot of stories like that. Right? Not a lot of people where's like, you know, the only really people who do this, do this is white folk. They get together. Let's make a baby. They go meet the plan. They plan. They get their life together. All right, the woman knows she only got a five-year window to push out five kids. They go, they look at their finances, they do some spreadsheets. They talk about how much college emergency fund they're going to have to save. All right, they be like, all right, let's plan this shit out. Then they get the test tube, they get the frozen eggs, they got them jerking off. All right, they mix them up, and they come out all these kids, white kids, they all look together. They all look alike. This is New York, Southern California. All they kids look alike. They got the same hair. Then they taking their Target. They taking their pictures at Target. <laughs> they get their spreadsheet out, family planning. How much money do you have to have to save for five kids to go to college? All right, they the only ones. All of y'all, rest of y'all ninjas doing some other shit. <laughs> just having babies, just, just out of the woodworks. Oh, shit. Where we at? It's a, it's a thing. 
PowerPoint baby ass. You was a PowerPoint. You were on a plotted sheet. You were on a graph somewhere in their whole marriage plan. They mapped out their plan for 15 years, and you was a plot on a damn graph. We'll have the baby right here. <laughs> All right, plotted it out. Boom. And then down the line, they plotted out your financial. <laughs> yeah. And your ass is going to get educated. You going to school. You going to, uh, what do they call that school? You're going to be raised in the boarding school. You a boarding school ass ninja. You're going to be going to boarding school. You're going to Montessori, private school, high school, boarding school, and you're going to Ivy League, and then you're going to do the exact same thing, rinse and repeat. <laughs> and that's how a lot of successful people stay not broke when they have a baby. And, oh, your parents barely love each other. Your, bar- your parents ain't kissed each other in 15 years. <laughs> hey, man, let's keep it real. There's a lot of love ch- children out here. And we love you. All right. I'm going to get these super chats again because people telling me I left them out. Lunar Glass says, Coach, salute, Coach. He says, you preaching the message like Grandmaster Flash and the viewer is five. We got Canelo Charlo for the weekend. Canelo with the win. Respect. Dom Pepe says, take us out with the Kaylee. Bob says, you skipped my super chat. The Working Man Podcast, Coach, you the GOAT. Still got damn near 2K. Four hours in, and I got paid today. No government shutdown for me. I got money. I got money. All right, as we normally tell ninjas, wear your condoms or pull out fast. I don't know what to tell you. Wear your condoms. It's really dangerous out here. Gentlemen, protect yourself. Keep your bell money and your beer money in separate socks. All right, and also, don't get nobody pregnant. Don't beat nobody woman. Don't be a hero. Don't jump in front of the brick. If a woman about to get hit by a brick, stay safe. Carry your firearms legally, all right, and be at home before 11 p.m. That's what's up for the weekend out here. Ladies, see you after class. Socks off, lights on. I'm going to check from the back to the window to the wall. Ten toes up. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, And nigga? let's leave you out with Kaylee. Oh my goodness, and we out of here. Peace.